0: Ladies and gentlemen, hello there. For this, this is the Fred Dalian Productions podcast.
1: Hello there. <laughs> Come here, my little friend. Don't be afraid. <laughs> I don't bite hard. <laughs>
0: yeah. Cue duel of the fates. I mean, cue the music.
1: I don't know what we're
0: yelling about. We came, we saw, we kicked it out. Oh. Park. Park. are you telling me you built a time machine kind of a delorean the way i see it if you're gonna build a time machine into a car why not do it some
2: style
1: who is this what's your operating number conversation
0: anyway Who? Oh, we're gonna have
2: company loud
1: noises
0: ah, hello hello Hello, hello. I'm a Kendall Richardson, and I am rocking
1: the moustache, Margalitza.
0: <laughs> you sure are. And you are now experiencing a podcast called Fred. Yes, you are. You are experiencing it through
1: the eye holes, ear holes, and all the holes you have. All the orifices. Every,
0: every single orifice. We have ticked them all off. It's happening. This is an experience like no other. Mm. Yes
1: you can have a lot of experiences through orifices.
0: <laughs> nothing, uh, sus. No, nothing sus. Nothing sus. Ah, Yes, I uh, should just mention at the top of the show that it's just Mike and I tonight. Uh, the lovely Fulia is back on the ice kicking hockey butt. Um, or, you know, slinging hockey puck, if you will. Um, so Taking yes. off her
1: skate and stabbing people.
0: I mean, I can't imagine Folio doing that. Well, I mean,
1: it's, f- it's from my favourite movie, Happy Gilmore. <laughs> Happy
0: Gilmore. Ah, <laughs> uh, funny. Um, yes. Yeah, so, but of course, uh, for those who are not new to the program, uh, Folio has shared with us her thoughts, and we will be reading those out as we proceed through the show. So she's still here, just not physically, um, or orally, um this week but
1: so auditory, auditory. yes <laughs> i can't say that word
0: no <laughs> that's okay um so speaking of to start then i shall read out Folia's weekly watchings um she says this past week has been about the animated movies Ooh. Mm. Uh, what a shocker, Miss Folia! Um, <laughs> <laughs> I managed to watch two animated short films in one sitting. They were Robin Robin on Netflix and The Windshield Wiper, which I found on YouTube. I also watched The Mitchells vs. The Machines. Such a uh, good movie! I know, I know. I was going to mention it later too. I wa- actually watched it this week. Um, in parentheses, she says, uh, Think of an animated version of iRobot but funnier. And it's up to one family to save the world from all the robots. It's a movie about family bonding, essentially. Very accurate. Uh, And on Friday, I watched the newly released Turning Red on Disney+, and it was lots of fun and very relatable. A coming-of-age film, if you will. That was my week of watchings. (whistles) Thanks, Fulia. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, very, very cool. Um, nice. I need to watch Turning Red too because, yeah, that dropped on Disney Plus on Friday. So it looks very good. So I should check it out. I'm glad Fulia liked it. Mm. Of course. Of course. Um, all right, Mike, yes. what have you What have you been watching the last week?
1: Well, uh, just a piggyback off Fulia, uh, I hope she doesn't have a sore back. Uh, or <laughs> she's going to have a sore back because I'm a very heavy man. Uh, Turning Red, I saw. Hey. Yeah. I went into it uh, not thinking much, and it's like, yeah, no, it's Pixar. It's going to be, it's going to be cool, and yeah, I actually really liked it. Um, I think I, uh, I think out of all the direct to streaming Pixar movies, which I'm still, I'm still sad about and, and hurt by, is like, come on, these are good movies. They need to be released. Yeah. But essentially, this one is probably my favourite. So oh, far. cool. Um, nice. The other ones being Soul. Um, Luca, I think there's another one um uh,
0: uh, yeah, I can't think of what it is. I feel like there's another one too yeah
1: um, may, uh, no. may, maybe, or maybe on, not, maybe onward, but that was uh, sort of a dual dual release, no,
0: nah, yeah, onward, no, I think onward was strictly cinemas. I think it was Ryan, the last dragon was like half and half, like it came out of the movies, but it also was. When they were doing the Premier Access Oh, yeah, I
1: was thinking about just Pixar, just straight up. Just Pixar,
0: yeah. Because
1: I'm not not putting Enchanto in it as well.
0: Enchanto, yeah, true. Enchanto. No. Excuse me? That's fine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, the new Lin-Manuel Miranda sort of thing. (laughs) That one.
0: That
1: one. Yeah. So Turning Raid was quite a a surprise to me because I didn't expect to actually... Feel much from it, but I definitely enjoyed it very much, and yeah, a bit teary in some places, mm, of uh, course. And definitely a coming-of-age story, and also deals with family and tradition and and all that mm-hmm. jazz. And I did, nah, I shouldn't spoil it. Um I, um, I, uh, I was going to talk about where where it's set, unless you know where it's set.
0: Um. Isn't it? Is it set? It's not set in America, is it? It's set in somewhere else, right?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Is it in? Is it in Japan or China? No, is it one of those? No. Um, no.
1: I, I, I thought it was China. Uh, I thought it was China, uh, going off the trailers. But um, mm. I think I f- saw the teaser and all, all that, so I didn't really dive. Do- excuse me, dive more more into it. But it's actually uh, set in Canada.
0: Oh, that's cool.
1: And the character is actually uh Chinese Canadian.
0: Oh, that's very cool. So
1: there's a lot of Canadian jokes in there, which I quite like. <laughs> I kind of like Canadian culture, cause yeah, it's a it's it's sort of like Australia except uh, with the unfortunate accident.
0: <laughs> accent. Yeah. Oh, accent! I thought you said an unfortunate an, accident.
1: Yeah, I know what I said, but I was in, <laughs> right in the middle of drinking and <laughs> yes. <laughs> And I thought, should I save for, yeah, whatevs. And, yeah, um, if you're going to watch it, uh, Kendall, uh, I suggest mm-hmm. you do uh, because I would like to talk I about it. I, I, okay. After watching it, it's like I really want to see, I really want to hear, like, a perspective from the actual um, demographic they're actually um, uh, going for, which okay. which is preteen teen uh, girls yes so uh, it, it's de- definitely it, it's got the puberty thing going on and as I am uh as I was as I am uh designated uh, male at birth, I don't have the uh I don't have the uh you know experience of what that entails so no uh, <laughs> yeah so sort of left in the dark, but I enjoy it n- nonetheless i I definitely enjoy stories that I have no experience about and yeah and that's why i like this one and yeah. nice, uh, nice. I, I, well, do, I do recommend it
0: yeah nice well maybe yeah if i get a chance to watch it during the week we could probably do a popcorn culture on it next time
1: mm, mm, mm. Mm. and i will mention just little bits because i don't want to dwell too much into it because i didn't particularly like the film but me and the wife had a had a movie date night uh Yesterday, and that's why, uh-huh. and that's why um, I've got got some spare cheeses and and some and some Cabana oh. and, uh, and all that, and what I've been eating before the stream, because that, that's <laughs> my that's my that's my dessert, hmm. and yeah, we both uh, she's seen, but I haven't seen uh, House of Gucci. Oh, yeah, nice, very long. <laughs> It is a bit long, isn't it? And I felt every minute of it.
0: <laughs> oh dear.
1: <laughs> and I'll probably leave it at that.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Um I mean, sort
1: of it sort of livened up when Al Pacino was on on screen. He was very good in it.
0: But yeah. very, entertaining.
1: Very short and sweet. And I so, thought um, more of that, please. And enough said about Jared Leto. Then, then.
0: Oh, but. But. But he was so funny.
1: <laughs> I know, <laughs> but surely you should be uh, at the same energy level as the rest of the cast and not stand out too much.
0: Yeah, yeah, he was a bit of a caricature. As <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. A> spaghetti. <laughs>
1: yeah very yeah
0: he was great yeah oh dear I definitely enjoyed
1: Jeremy Irons as well
0: yeah 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 he he was interesting yeah I mean Mm -hmm. what they had
1: uh, what they had was probably good but no, I didn't I didn't particularly like it
0: nah that's that's fair sorry Ridley
1: stick to your sci-fi
0: and even then don't stick to your (laughs) sci-fi Wow.
1: <laughs> I don't I don't hang shit too much on Prometheus as, as most people. I guess oh, no, neither I, do I. No. I like the ideas. The execution was a bit... Ugh.
0: Well, I just like the fact that it invented the phrase the Prometheus school of running away from things because that's just... It's been ten, almost ten years since that, and I. Every time I watch a Cinemasins video, they mention that when someone runs in front of the thing, that's going to crush them, and of to the side to avoid it, and it makes me laugh. So.
1: Okay, when you're in that scenario, you you you'll remember that, will you?
0: Yeah, I'll fucking run left or right. I will not be running fucking. Straight straight so the very long thing coming down on top of me
1: so you'd be oh. cool calm and collective of realizing
0: <laughs> realizing a ship coming towards you no no I, I you're right I do I joke but yes no yeah you yeah. can you can't explain that away by the fact that she was in a complete state of panic and just yeah yeah it's it's believable but it's just it's a little stupid
1: it's like that crop duster coming after the guy in a North by Northwest.
0: Oh yeah. As like I why I could
1: s- why couldn't he jump into the corn? <laughs> he was just running away from it.
0: <laughs> I haven't seen that film, but I know that scene. So
1: yeah, yeah. It's been it's been parodied to death.
0: Yeah, I understood that reference. Mm. mm. Ah.
1: Yes. ah. And I and I understood
0: that reference. Excellent. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Great. There awesome. You. All right. Fair enough. Anything else you want to mention, or that's pretty much it? Uh,
1: that was pretty much it. I was trying to finish uh, the Adam project tonight, but I only got halfway, so, and I'm enjoying it so far, but I'll talk about it maybe next week.
0: Yeah, I've heard good things about it.
1: Yes. Mm. And oh. that particular thing will probably come up later in the nerdy news. Maybe, mm. maybe, 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 maybe,
0: maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Teasers, spoilers. Yes. But
1: first... What did you watch, Kendall?
0: Me. It's my turn. Um, so, yes, I also did the watching of The Mitchells vs. The Machines. Hey. Um, and, I, yeah, I really, really liked it. I thought it was awesome. Um, I want a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would not be mad about a sequel to this movie, but I would totally be okay if they never made another one because, you know, it would have to live up to this. Yeah. Um, I'm
1: quite happy for a standalone.
0: Yeah, fair call. Don't ruin um, it. <laughs> don't ruin it. Don't be greedy. Uh, it's fine. This time, aliens. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, yes, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. It's such a great like sci-fi comedy drama um, just in general. like You could make this movie live action and it could be just as good, but it, I feel like it's more effective as an a- animated feature because you get all these little nuances that you can only get in an animated film um, like i just loved the way that, you know certain like they like certain things in it were anim- like were like actual photos of actual like, things like real things in yeah. there um, and then they changed the like there were certain accents of out of 2d animation on the 3d objects that were really cool and uh, and the colors were amazing and it was so it was just Yeah, it was really, really beautiful. And um, I just love the story, uh, like this family story of this, you know, father and daughter. Um, Mike, I'm sure you probably had some had some feels watching this. Um, A little
1: bit. It's like, yeah, something to look forward to.
0: Or maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you don't want to look forward to not getting along, I suppose. Now. But, you know.
1: Mind you. Uh Zelda and Isaiah are pretty much the same age difference.
0: Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah.
1: So uh Wow yeah. Bit too close to home. <laughs> <laughs> I should get into woodwork.
0: So what yeah so basically what it means is that you guys are gonna prevent the robot apocalypse in like ten years from now. Uh, hmm. Uh, <laughs> nice well,
1: A little bit more than that, but yeah, I I see what you mean.
0: Yes, yes, I was just rounding down. Um, So yeah, I really, excuse me, I really, really loved that movie. I thought it was amazing. Um, Pam and Tommy finished this week. Um, Yes, that's what I forgot mm, to
1: mention as well.
0: Yes, yeah, uh, it's final episode. And I'm okay with it being over, but I'm not okay with it being over because I was really, really enjoying watching... Lily James and Sebastian Stan every week be these two people because they were so freaking good at it. Mm. Um, especially Lily James. Like, she's... Come awards time, her name's going to be in every fucking category because she was amazing. Um, yeah. Like, she just... I don't know. Just really... Really, really made you kind of understand yeah. Pam's, Pam's perspective on the awful events that happened. And, um Yeah. So I just, I really liked getting the human side of it um, and then finding out the other little details and stuff because I knew of the tape, but I never knew about, um, you know, how it was put out there yeah. and and the, the seriousness of the fallout and the legalities and everything and all this. So it was a very interesting series, um, very enjoyable. I liked it. Did, did you like
1: it, Mike? I did, I did. And, uh, yeah... Definitely rewards coming to comes to her, especially. Yeah. I mean, um, it sort of tweaked on me when someone was talking about it when I was doing my usual watching of whatevers, and then they they said said something that completely broke my brain. It's like it's like yeah, seeing her seeing her here and also seeing her in Cinderella. It's like fuck, she was holy shit. <laughs> she doesn't look a thing like what she does in Pam and Tommy.
0: Nah. Not at all. Not at all. She's she's very talented. Very, very talented. And uh, obviously we should shout out the, uh, you know, makeup and prosthetics team that worked on that show because they did a stunning job. Yes. Um, yeah. Of re- recreating them. Yeah. And, it was
1: sweet. And getting away with uh, full frontal nudity as well. So uh, what well <laughs> I know. Like, Nudid, nudity,
0: nudity—that's not technically nudity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Get away with that. Get away with that. Uh, my only problem is, why did it have to be Jason Menthzukas? Anyway, um, uh. <laughs> he's—he uh, does the same voice and everything. I'm—I'm just—I'm a little—I'm a little fatigued of the Menthzukes. A little fatigued.
1: Really? That's your biggest yeah. complaint? And Seth Rogen was in it.
0: I, I look. I I don't mind Seth Rogen. No, nah, but mind you, is a character that but, we don't
1: know, so yeah, you can sort of put in whoever.
0: Oh yeah, anyone could have played that role, and I thought he did fine. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, I thought he did fine. I his character was not likable at all, um, but um, you, you felt bad for him. Oh yeah, but it's what still it, it,
1: yeah. It's a sort of sympathy that you he he doesn't deserve, really. No,
0: it, not really. It's a,
1: yeah, it's sort of those characters that you can you can see where he's coming from, but why did you have to do that?
0: Yeah, went 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 to the nth fucking degree. Um, anyway, what was the other thing I was going to mention? Um, oh yes, something I watched that uh wasn't exactly on a screen. This week, um, oh. I I finally had the pleasure of watching Harry Potter and the Cursed Child during
1: ah. the week. Yes. Director's cut and straight the video release. <laughs>
0: um, yes, finally, finally got around to seeing it uh, before it merges into the one show. So... Um, I I really liked it and I don't know if I should be talk we should be talking spoilers right now about it probably not but
1: it's been out for how however long and whoever I'm sure people <sighs> know about it because you know you can easily buy the script so
0: you can you can the script's been on the shelves for like 5 years and um you know a lot it's been playing in Melbourne for 3 years wow. well Three years sans a pandemic, um, whatever that works out to be. Um, ten years. Ten years. I won't do major spoilers, but I'll just, I just, because I wanted to get your opinion on it, Mike, because I know you've you've said many times that you you're not a fan of the story. It just didn't um, make sense. Yeah. Um. It wasn't exactly what I was expecting. Um. Like I wasn't expecting a time travel story. I wasn't expecting. Uh, you know who the cursed child actually was referring to, um, mm. um, but 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 I was so impressed with the way that they brought it to life on the stage. I that was my favourite thing watching it. Oh yeah, like like seeing the effect of a time turner being used was just mind blowing to me. Um, <laughs> whatever lighting trick they did to make the walls look like they were vibrating was super clever, um, and. Uh the dementors looked horrifying, like they were so good, yeah, like holy fuck, uh, <laughs> holy fuck, yeah, um, just amazing, and uh I think I might have a new favorite character, maybe, or someone in the front in the in the running to knock Hermione off of her pedestal uh, for me, and that's Scorpius Malfoy, <laughs> um, I thought he was amazing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I really
0: really I really really liked him a lot. I thought he was awesome and the actor that was playing him was quite good. So um yeah. Um no, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Um what what were your kind of issues with it? Not to go into it too deeply, but like what's the biggest issue? Like just is it something to do with the plot or a character or
1: Um essentially um just conven uh like the conveniences that that are put before everything, it sort of doesn't really make sense. Like, um, first of all, we we get to learn about oh, there's actually time travel in this universe, in the third book, and then and then you can say oh, does that mean you can actually go back in time and actually change events? And then and conveniently, they all the time turners get destroyed in the in the fifth book. In the fifth book? Yeah. yeah, it's
0: the fifth book in the yeah. Department of Mysteries.
1: And there and then all of a sudden Oh, there's there's one running around in this in this um, story. And then and then the, yeah, and the characters get lost in time. And how are we gonna save save them? Oh no, I got a time term time term is time term is everywhere. <laughs> and Yeah. And there's I don't know if you. Uh, I don't know. I'm not that big, big of a fan of like Segret degree as a character. I mean, sort of a character that's brought up to be the sacrificial lamb. So, so you can't really say, oh, he needs, he needs to survive because of what, whatever happens. But then they go into the universe where he does survive, and all of a sudden he turns into a Nazi.
0: So yeah. does that mean
1: Secret Giri has to die?
0: Well, clearly, I think, <laughs> but because he's like... the
1: most evil character ever, and I'm on board with that, but <laughs> not in canon.
0: I well, yeah, apparently in canon. I feel like I feel like that uh, it was a bit of a stretch for it to be like you know the humiliation in the second task. Means that, um, you know, Cedric ends up becoming filled with rage and hate and ends up killing Neville at the Battle of Hogwarts. Like, that's such a fucking stretch.
1: Like,
0: yeah, that was a, yeah. So, the, look, it's definitely not without its flaws in terms of the story. Um, I'll definitely say that. Like, you can tell JK did not, like, r- fully write this thing. Um, which is a shame, but obviously she put a lot of input in terms of, you know, the who the characters are and their names and certain other background decisions, I think. Yeah. Um, and that's fine, but, um, but yeah, yeah. Interesting. I don't know. It was, it was just, it was just really good. And I, I'm curious to see if they'll ever make it into an actual film because I imagine Warner Brothers are totally waiting for Daniel Radcliffe, Rupert Grint, and Emma Watson to get to the right age. Yeah. Which is in about, you know, just under 10 years from now. <laughs> and then they're going to be like, so... <laughs> <Bloody> <laughs> you, remember yeah. f- you remember the fine print in your contract said when we would have your souls for life on screen? Yeah, cool. Get back behind the camera. <laughs> In front of the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably
1: a couple of rewrites, I reckon.
0: Yeah, they need to. They'll need to adjust it a bit for for screen, of course,
1: based on the stage play. Mm. Yeah, and not necessarily word for word. Um, No. Also, if we're going to go into spoilers, maybe, maybe spoilers, or just subtle hints. uh, The the actual cursed child. Um. It would be interesting. It it would be more interesting if they actually dwelled more into that instead of like uh, an afterthought in the last half.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so. I I agree because the the whole thing with this prophecy mm. kind of felt like it came out of nowhere.
1: And this is the thing: we already dealt with prophecy and because Harry himself is is a prophecy, but we also learnt that it's not to define you, so prophecies can be broken mm-hmm. they're not set in stone and even no. in, and even in this show, they say no, it is set in stone, it's all real. <sighs> I don't get you what's 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 up with this universe <laughs> uh just, yeah,
0: yeah, anyway.
1: I th- yeah, I will say it right now. The worst thing that ever happened to Harry Potter is probably nineteen years later. <laughs> if if they yeah. just keep well enough alone and not all is well.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But you know, I'm still I'm still waiting for someone else to actually like take the reins. And shake it up a bit.
0: Yeah, well, who knows? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Maybe I'll do it. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's not fan fiction, it's canon. It's like, (laughs) how can you say that? Have you seen The Cursed Child?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that was one thing I found when I read about it online is that the critics really loved it, but a lot of the Harry Potter fans didn't and some of them Labeled it as some kind of fan fiction And I was like it does have fan fiction Vibes to it
1: Because you, you know the uh, infamous um, Harry Potter fan fiction I'm a mortal
0: Yes Yes I do It had those sort of vibes <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wow you got a cool tattoo Darkness
0: <laughs> no, no No parents, parents. <laughs> Oh boy! Anyway, let's 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 leave that there, shall we? Um, Because that was all of our weekly watchings, uh, which means now. And then
1: then Harry and Malfoy had their stepbrother movement. Are we Are we friends? Do we just become
0: best friends? Fuck! (laughs) I need one of those, you know, those memes where it's like, you know, no context spoilers. I need one for the cursed child. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the pictures will be that moment from Step Brothers. Oh.
1: You're not thinking fourth dimensionally.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: And, and, bl- and one of them has got to be um, a picture of Ben Affleck's uh, tattoo on his back. You know that one, don't you? It's like a phoenix or
0: something. Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that works. And Martha. <laughs> Why'd you say that name? Yeah. Cedric Degree. Cedric Diggory. Um oh also Moaning Myrtle was amazing. She yes. was she was a she was a big highlight. Yeah. Yeah. And also
1: and also the um anything off the trolley deers lady.
0: Oh, what a scene. <laughs> more that of was, that, please. More of that. That was great. That was really great. That was a highlight too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, that's it. Yes. That's it. Um, now is time, of course, to get into the week that was in the nerdy news.
1: This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now, the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most S, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall.
0: All right. Nerdy news time. We've got some Marvel news to start us off this week because we have a director locked in place. We got for some Dead-
1: Marvel news to marvel at.
0: Yes, we do. Well said. Uh, we have a director locked in place for Deadpool 3. Uh, of course, Deadpool three was announced a little while ago now, um, and it's going to be in the MCU, uh, which I cannot wait for. The references are going to be spectacular, yeah. um, and we're going to have the Perfect Man at the helm, um, director of Free Guy and The Adam Project. Oh, oh, The Adam Project. <laughs> Uh, And one of the producers of Stranger Things as well Sean Levy Sean Levy is going to be directing Deadpool 3 This is his third uh, collaboration with Ryan Reynolds So obviously they seem to get along very well um, Professionally and personally it seems and we are reaping the rewards of this friendship. Um, I'm very, very excited to see what he's going to bring. I mean, Free Guy was amazing. I loved Free Guy. It was one of my favorite movies of last year. Uh, I've seen it like three times now. Um, highly enjoyed it. And, yeah, and everyone seems to be saying The Adam Project is fantastic, so I need to, need to really get on board and check that out.
1: So far, it's great.
0: Yeah, Nice.
1: It may end really tragically, and I'll let you know tomorrow. Next year.
0: Oh, okay. Next well, week. Next week, next week, next week. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, we don't know anything about the story or anything for Deadpool 3 um, at this point. But, uh, but yeah, this is this is exciting stuff. Um, Mike? Hello. Um, does this make you happy?
1: Yes, it does, finally. Because, uh, yeah, you need a director. And, and Deadpool has had three. So, third time's a chance? <laughs> I mean, they've, they've been all good. Yeah. And, yeah, a lot of people have been wondering how is Deadpool going to enter the MCU? And if you think about it, what happens at the end of the second one, spoilers, of course, but he does travel through time and he does jump dimensions as well, considering he does go from this interest, this different Deadpool universe into... Uh, origins as well yeah
0: so,
1: yeah so there is a lot of wibbly-wobbly timey-wimey and he does stop uh he does stop uh the the the, the killing as well so i don't know we'll, we'll probably get some uh tba sort of happening maybe <laughs> <laughs> Or, or even if he ter- if he does, we don't know yet. Turn up in um, Doctor Strange and uh, Multiverse of Madness of when <laughs> when um, uh, him and America Chavez are sort of crashing into different universes. Uh, there's one off dimension of them crashing through, and it's the Deadpool universe, and Deadpool is just there going, "What the fuck was that?" Yeah. <laughs> And, yeah, something and if like that. And if that scene was in Deadpool 3 and they don't oh. mention, mention any of it. So oh.
0: I like this idea.
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, it wasn't mine. <laughs> I, I I stole it from someone and I can't remember who. So props, oh, okay. props for them. For thinking, props to
0: them for that great that idea. Out.
1: But yeah, you can do anything. Uh, I really, really, really would like uh, if they go very, very mellow and deadpool uh there's a deadpool um um comic uh that's him trying to kill the marvel universe yes 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 where, yes where you could probably do that with deadpool but he's trying to kill the fox universe
0: oh my god stop it that would be fantastic
1: so so yeah we've had four fall breaks If we do something like that, props for them to doing that. Like, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh my god!
1: Like one of the biggest uh, reasons why people like Deadpool is like he he um he knows he's a comic and uh, a comic book character, and what one of them was he was trying to kill his writers (laughs) of of this particular comic. So, and that's the sort of character. uh, That's the sort of thing you can actually do with this character is pretty much pretty much yeah doing that sort of thing. So I don't know, in Deadpool 3, you you could have a cameo of um, Kevin Feige. Oh. Like Kevin Feige could be the big bad at the oh, end. Oh
0: my god, could you imagine? I would love that. I that would-, would be fantastic. Take all my money. Yeah, but like I something involving Hugh Jackman though, like Hugh Jackman oh, yeah, as well. Yeah.
1: A lot like, of people are, are, are gunging ho for not just um a brief cameo from another movie, but just them together. Just yeah,
0: yeah. We need to see it.
1: A last hurrah. I know A last hurrah. And I know it's a bit of a big call to make because um Logan was so fucking phenomenal. Um, oh no. It's amazing, and you don't want to tread on those sort of things, but they did. But um, Patrick Stewart did say that at the what can you ask, what can you do with um, uh, Professor X after Logan because he dies. Well, he, he's died twice, really. He has. So, yeah. so he does come back, and yeah, maybe just one last time. Put the claws on one last time. Yeah. Do it. Do it, Hugh. Do it, Huey. If you guys are friends or that's the end goal. Uh because Deadpool can't be in a movie with uh Hugh Jackman. So he so he thinks fuck it, I'll go out and try and kill Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Cuz technically the, the Hugh Jackman's not playing Wolverine, he's playing himself.
0: Yeah, true. Or Hugh Jackman plays Kevin Feige. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard that one. Yeah.
1: Because <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is, is already cameoed in, in Deadpool and he gets shot, so... Yeah. <laughs> so
0: the premise is there. The premise is definitely there.
1: And there's would be a very interesting way to, to do this.
0: Yes, yes.
1: and it, And it could be the last one. Could be the last Deadpool, so go out with a, with a huge
0: bang. A huge bang. Huge bang. Before we move on to our next topic, I just wanted to also draw attention to the way uh, Ryan Reynolds himself um, announced it on his socials. He put up a picture of uh, someone had photoshopped together of Deadpool, his character in The Adam Project, and uh, Guy from Free Guy. I have, um, think I've seen this one yeah. like walking through the woods I don't know if anyone can see
1: oh no I haven't seen that one yeah I have seen like the movie poster yeah Well, where, the, where they've got all three of him walk, walking like the three guys or, and shit is happening around him
0: yeah that's cool yeah um but yeah he put that up on, on his socials and uh and with the caption the third film in my Sean Levy trilogy will be a tad more stabby. <laughs> Which I thought was I thought was very funny. Um yeah, can't wait. Can't wait. And we'll hold you All up right. to that promise. <sighs> yeah, we bloody well will. Absolutely we will.
1: Well watch it and say stabby my ass, he'd been using guns mainly.
0: <laughs> yeah, more stabby stabby. Okay crossing pond now to dc because uh we've got some more shuffling going on in terms of release dates um i i'm i think i'm confident that these aren't uh covert related shifts or at least i can't seem to see that they are anywhere um because they're interesting reshuffles um because some, some movies are coming forward and some are moving back. So it's just this whole, their whole slate has just been, uh, again, uh, you know, moved around. So from the top, we have Aquaman 2 um, has now been uh, pushed back from this December 2022. It was supposed to come out to the 17th of March 2023, which for those playing at home is um, this week, 12 months from now. So we have to wait a whole bloody year. Um, Black Adam has been pushed back from uh, this July uh, until the 21st of October. Uh, So not a huge jump for that one, at least. Uh, The Flash, however, the poor Flash movie, poor Ezra Miller, man. And also poor us, because now we're going to have to wait even longer to see Michael Keaton as Batman. Um, Unless Supergirl, the movie, comes out first um, on HBO Max. But um, the Flash movie uh, was supposed to come out this November. It is now coming out on the 23rd of June, 2023. So that's a huge, huge wait now for that. Uh, uh, A film coming up very soon, actually, we've talked about on the podcast and just might be talking about later, uh, DC League of Super Pets um is being moved uh ever so slightly from this may when it was supposed to come out to the 29th of july um shazam fury of the gods has been moved up though so we're going to get to see that sooner than originally planned um it's going to be coming out on the 16th of december 2022 which was aquaman 2's original release date so it's just taken that spot um it was supposed to come out mid next year so um yeah they've decided to bring that one forward for some reason um yeah so lots of lots and lots and lots of reshufflings going on um i'm very very annoyed about the flash being delayed again Mm. because i just really really want to see it because it sounds amazing um and we've already had a you know a brief glimpse of footage from it when you know dc FanDome happened At the end, or near the end of 2021, Um, and we got that beautiful sizzle reel of of all these different, you know, looks at different movies that are coming. And yeah, the flash footage they put in there was really interesting. So yeah, I'm a bit disappointed about that. Um, So yeah, but I am excited we get to see Shazam Fury of the Gods a little bit sooner uh, than we would have. So uh, because I really love the first Shazam film, I thought it was awesome. Zachary Levi is fantastic in it, it's one of his best performances. Um so yeah can't wait for that so we'll see see if these release dates get moved again because they've been moving around a lot some of these films because of covid but uh but hopefully this is the final 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 releases or I'll just pray that the flash gets moved forward because I don't want to have to wait like 15 months to see michael keaton as batman again anyway that's my my take, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts on this uh, latest uh, swap around of the DCEU stuff?
1: Yeah, a bit annoyed. Um I'm sure they have their reasons. It's, it's not really clear yet, but No. If um if Flash has to be moved, then that would mean a lot of things that are connected to what happens in the Flash would have to move. So, yeah, uh, and I'm guessing that uh, that will include um, Batgirl as well.
0: Oh uh, yeah, Batgirl, not Supergirl. Sorry, I said Batgirl. Did, I said Supergirl. I meant Batgirl. My bad. Sorry. I did very bad. Bad nerd.
1: Bad, not a nerd. Not a nerd,
0: not a nerd. Take go, off the Star go Wars. Go into
1: shit. go go into the quantum of solace.
0: <laughs> Do you mean the um? <laughs> What's it called? Are you talking about the you're not talking about the quantum realm or like the Phantom Zone or something? I think Phantom Zone would probably be an appropriate reference. Okay, okay. Sorry. I redeemed myself with nerd nerd comments. Yes, go on. No, I was just gonna <laughs> say,
1: but like liking liking Bond is also nerdy as well. It's a well, franchise. Well that's very
0: true. It is a franchise. It's yeah. true.
1: Yeah, so I'm right, you're wrong. <laughs> Good thing I got this spitter guard. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, yes. That was a juicy one. Yeah, I'm sure they have their reasons and it's annoying. Um yeah, and that um that trailer for DC for two thousand and twenty two Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that at the front of um uh yeah, it was that at the front of uh, the Batman? Movie because of that trailer of what's coming in 2022, and then yeah, redundant now,
0: yeah, silly, silly cat face, silly, silly, silly. Yeah, there's not much we can say, nah, um, just disappointing.
1: I'm sure that, as I said, I'm sure they have their reasons, maybe they're scared because you know stuff is going to happen. There's a lot of stuff happening. Uh, Maybe they're scared of Avatar 2. I don't know. And they had to change Um, uh, uh, Aquaman. And then they say, oh, if that's... And then the dominals dominals fall.
0: The dominals fall. Wait, so that means Shazam 2 is going up against Avatar 2 then? Yeah. Because, yeah... All right. Well, I think I know who might win that box office draw. Yeah. And it's not the movie I want it to be. That's <laughs> <Well, laughs> okay. I don't know. I hope, I hope Avatar 2 is good. We've been waiting long enough. Hopefully it's a good movie.
1: I don't know. I don't know if the hype's going to be there.
0: Well, it's been it's been 13 years.
1: Yeah, since the first one.
0: Like, yeah. Like, I, I, yeah. I don't know. I feel like we're going to be laughing about this conversation in in about, you know, nine months' time when we watch number two and it's actually one of the greatest things ever made. (laughs) Or or like a, a... I feel like, look, I'm just excited to see what it looks like visually because I feel like the main reason it's been delayed so much is because of James Cameron wanting the visual effects to be the best possible effects that they can be. That and a pandemic and... Uh, you know, Zoe Zaldana's in the uh, MCU films so she, and Star Trek, so she's been very busy the last little while. Yeah.
1: And also in um in Adam's project as well.
0: Oh, is she in the Adam project? Yes. Oh, cool.
1: I don't know if that's a spoiler or not.
0: Yeah, well, I know about it now, and so do all of you watching and listening. Yeah, <laughs> It's yes. fine. I don't care.
1: And another chance to say Adam Project before I get bitterly disappointed by the ending. I don't know.
0: <laughs> You're setting yourself up for a fail. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Even even though it's got a lot of uh, MCU people in it.
0: Ooh. It does.
1: Yeah, Mark Ruffalo.
0: I know. Yeah. He's... Oh, mm-hmm. that wasn't a spoiler. No, I knew that. Uh,
1: yeah. I will mention this because I don't know where it's going to fit, but uh, Ryan Reynolds uh, did a promo for uh, Ad- uh, Adam's project on on his socials because um, they were talking about uh, uh, Daylight Savings and how that was going to affect uh, the Adam project, even though it wouldn't because it's streaming on Netflix. But case in point. But anyway... Uh, they had Ryan Reynolds and Mark Ruffalo talking about it, and 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 talking about um, uh, time travel as well. And and uh, yeah, and you should go see it because I got a bit of a kick out of it.
0: Okay, I'll watch it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool.
1: Any anyway, DC.
0: DC. Yes. Well, speaking of DC, uh, we have another DC-related thing to mention, and that is the fact that uh, Matt Reeves said not long ago while he's been doing press for The Batman um, that the Gotham PD series that we thought we were getting has kind of changed and evolved into sort of a completely different show. Um, It's going to be... uh, more focused on the world of Arkham Asylum now and sort of be like a haunted house type of a story. Um, and I, I, for one, am very excited by this news, um, mostly because, you know, I was a bit concerned that Gotham PD would maybe rehash some of Gotham, the show. Probably do it better, maybe, I don't know, but I but, just... But this time with Batman... But yeah, (laughs) Um, but yeah, but I'm also concerned because I'm just because obviously in in the Gotham show, they brought Arkham Asylum as a part of that, too. And I mean, well, Arkham Asylum is always a part of when you're doing something to do with Batman and Gotham. It's that's just, you know, inevitable, really. Uh, So I just really, really hope they get it right. um, Is what I'm trying to say. But look, Matt Reeves did a stellar job with the Batman film. um, So I'm excited. Uh, to see how this works out Um, he basically just said um, that the story had evolved and they've moved more into the realm of exactly what would happen in the world of Arkham as it relates coming off of our movie Uh, because obviously Arkham is mentioned in the Batman uh, and we see Arkham as well Um, some of the characters again in their origins it's like a horror movie or a haunted house that is Arkham um Again, the way that Gotham is a character in the movie, I really want Arkham to exist as a character so that you go into this environment and encounter these characters in a way that feels really fresh. And so in our work on Gotham, that story started to evolve and it started feeling like, wait, should we, we should really lean into this. And that's kind of where it's gone. So that's Matt Reeves talking about um, how this series has evolved into what it's now going to be. Um, so, yeah, that's ex- exciting. Um, probably not going to see it until probably later this year or early next year, I'd say, I'd because say, they're still obviously, you know, hushing out scripts and locking down casting, I'd imagine, at this point, because we haven't had any casting announcements. I mean, or- the original series was going to focus on jeffrey wright as jim gordon Mm. uh so he'll probably be in it at some point i imagine a few of the characters from the the batman film will probably either cameo or appear in some form um yeah so it's just yeah it's exciting it's really exciting i'm yeah to see to see arkham explored more in the world of this batman you know universe that he's creating I just yeah I'm I'm very much here for it um Michael how how are you feeling about this news
1: um I'm a lot more interested than another crime procedural yes and and on the backdrop of having an Arkham sort of series and you can sort of deal with sort of origins of the different rogues gallery and having them set up, you can, and then you can jump off that uh, of having them being introduced into the movies and all that. Yeah. Which I'm actually quite happy for. Um, be pretty cool. Uh, you, uh, you probably get um, a, probably a different rendition of Harley Quinn, uh, probably an origin story of her working at the asylum.
0: Oh, that'd be so good. <laughs> and then
1: you can sort of see, like, the sort of love connection between... Her and possibly Joker? I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Don't want to spoil the Batman. Even though it's the worst. <laughs> yeah. <future. laughs> um,
0: yeah.
1: And yeah, you could you could probably see, like, the inmates and you can see, see the medical medical guys as well, not just Harley. But you can also get um Ichabok Crane as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: ha- have, like, him doing, like... Experiments and shit. And then you can have Hugo Strange. Ah, I love it. Let's do it. I, <laughs> let's, yes. Yes. Yes, yes, I, yes. I would love to I would love to see a TV show that that's like that.
0: Yeah. 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 That's gonna be freaking amazing.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> let's go. It's like it's like Gotham's version of ER. <laughs> yeah. And then because we're dealing with multi multiverses, then you can have um, uh, George Clooney uh, doing a cameo of one of the doctors because
0: it's AR and shit. Anyway. <laughs> that would be so funny. Because
1: <laughs> he's Batman as well. He's the ultimate yes. Batman.
0: Oh, I wouldn't say that. But Not more in power those words. to you. Not in those words. <laughs> I would say unique. Unique, yes. Definitely unique. Unique. New York. New York, yes. All right. Speaking of New, New York, but not really. Moving into <laughs> moving into the rest of the news now. Um, this has me very excited. We've got some casting rumors going around. Uh, oh, rumors, rumor mill. Yes. Um. In in the uh, the sphere of Hollywood, which concern uh, certain characters uh, for the very highly anticipated Dune part two, um, which is coming out next year. Uh, there, well, for those who don't know Dune, um, which is currently nominated for 10 Oscars, including best picture. Um, and was one of, was probably my favorite movie of last year, not including no way home. Um, it, uh, yeah, it was only the first half of Frank Herbert's original novel. So it's, um yeah, the part two got greenlit not long ago. And, uh, yeah, it's coming out next year. So there's characters in the book that are integral to the story that are, are being, you know, cast right now. And there's been names thrown about. For these these two characters, uh, those being uh, Princess Ireland and um, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, and uh, Fade Rotha, um, in uh, for context, in bloody David Lynch's Dune movie in 1984, uh, Fade Rotha was played by Sting, uh, and Princess Irulan was portrayed by Virginia Mason. Mm. Um, so yeah, so but now as it stands for Dune Part Two. Uh, we're looking at, uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, because I'm really happy with these casting choices, uh, the wonderful Florence Pugh as Princess Irulin and Austin Butler, uh, who is about to play uh, the king of rock and roll, Elvis Presley, in Basil Ehrman's biopic, um, as Fade Rother. So I am very much on board. Um, yeah, especially because, yeah, Fade Rother seems to be kind of... I suppose Paul Atreides' main like nemesis, like he's the nephew of Baron Harkonnen um, in the story. So he was kind like he was kind of involved with the the Bene Gesserit and their prophecies and and all this stuff. And um, because um, Paul's mother, Lady Jessica, decided to he, she was supposed to have a girl, but she made the decision to have a boy uh, and messed up with the prophecy because that girl and uh, Fade Rotha was supposed to marry and end the feud between House Harkonnen and House Atreides. Um, So, yeah, so there's some, you know, uh, axes to grind Mm. uh, in this. And then Princess Irelin is the daughter of the Emperor, um, who we haven't met yet in the first half of this Dune film, um, and this Dune series it's going to be, I suppose. Uh, yeah, we haven't met the Emperor yet, but he's the one responsible. Spoilers for Dune, but he's the one responsible for, I mean, well, the book's like 80 years old almost at this point. Um, 80 years? Did I say 80 years? 60. 40. Six, 60 years. Well, it came out in the 60s, so 60. Yeah. 60 years. Anyway, I'm not good at maths. Um, but <laughs> Yeah, basically, uh, I don't even remember what I was saying now. Um, the emperor, yes, the emperor, he a bad yes, guy. he's the, guy we but. don't like him. He's a bad guy in star Wars. He's a bad guy in Dune cause he basically, um, wanted to, to get rid of house atreides and he used the Harkonnen house to do so. So that's why there's a big war that's happened and it's all very cool. I really like it. Um, but yeah, a I'm space very, war. a space war, if you will, um, a spice war even.
1: In the stars.
0: In the stars. Um, yeah, so I love Florence Pugh. She's just fantastic. I've seen a lot of her films. Uh, I really, really like her as an actress. She's got such a great presence. She's just very gifted. And, you know, she's awesome as Yelena Belova in the MCU. So why not give her another franchise to, to sink her teeth into? Um, because this character she might be playing is actually, I think, a central character in the sequel book mm. in the Frank Herbert series. So if they, uh, apparently Denny Villeneuve is thinking about continuing the Dune saga, uh, which would be fucking amazing if he did. Cause I love it. I'm really liking it a lot. Um, so hopefully that's, she's going to be locked in for this multi-picture deal, hopefully. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. And then Austin Butler, I've not really seen much of him. Like he's, I mean, apart from Elvis with Baz Luhrmann, he's known for doing the Shannara Chronicles, which was a TV series that filmed in New Zealand, actually. Um, And uh, that only lasted, I think, two or three seasons. Um, A few years ago, it was like this post-apocalyptic fantasy show, I think. I could be getting that completely wrong. But it looked pretty cool. Um, And then he had uh, had small roles in, I think it was... um, I think he was in The Dead Don't Die... And Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think he was in The Dead Don't Die. And he was definitely in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He was one of um, Charlie Manson's family members uh, on the ranch in that film. So, yeah. Anyway, that's enough of me rambling about Dune. Um, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Um, How do you feel about these two uh, actors up for these roles? Uh, yeah. Um,
1: in Lynch's Dune... Uh, the princess is sort of uh, a narrator, so she yeah. she didn't really have much to do with it. She sort of becomes more prominent in in the uh, other books. I haven't read the other books; I've only read the Dune. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. so if they are setting up for a mul- uh, multiple movies, it it all depends on the audience. Uh, if they if they go go yeah, two's enough. That's it, and then they do the Messiah, and then they. Do the other ones as well. Hopefully they get it get to the the the, the bizarre um bizarre one where uh, people worship uh uh a human slash worm hybrid. Which is what? Yeah, yeah. Basically a jump of the hut.
0: Oh Lord, okay. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Another thing that George stole. <laughs> 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 no, imi- imitation is the highest form of flattery. Yes, and
1: stealing it and making it more popular than 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 anything else is also good.
0: Well, don't they also say, "Was it good artists borrow, great artists steal"? Something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I think there's a saying that goes. Anyway,
1: I mean, <laughs> it's great if you if you don't really notice it until you, until someone goes, "Oh yeah," like uh, in the Adams Project. There's a scene in it that that, uh, goes, you're doing fucking E.T., aren't you?
0: (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Does that mean I'm going to cry?
1: No, 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 no. It's going to make me cry. No, no, not the ending of of E.T.
0: Well, you haven't got there yet, so you don't know.
1: I don't know the ending of of E.T. I haven't seen it. What's E.T.? (laughs) No, I haven't (laughs) seen Adam's project.
0: Yes. I'm, I'm yes. not talking
1: about what happens to ET at the end of the book, but there's a scene that reminded me of ET. Okay, cool. Yeah, and it's not his death. He doesn't turn into a, a dog white poo and then <laughs> and then dies. <laughs> you know when old dog poo turns white?
0: Yeah, no, I got the reference. Yeah, thank you.
1: Yeah, I'm just ruining
0: <laughs> ET for everyone.
1: Absolutely
0: <laughs> impossible
1: improbable.
0: Mm, improbable.
1: I like those odds. Anyway, yes. Uh cool if they if they're doing that. Um I haven't seen Midsummer yet, so they they will tell me to uh, get
0: onto it. Midsummer's so good but wrong it's, at the same time. It's so messed up, but it's so good. <laughs> yeah, I like messed up st- stuff. Yeah, you'd like it then. Yeah. And I think you'll like it too,
1: fuller because it's got, you know,
0: Pew in it. It's got yeah, Pew. Yeah, yeah Miss Pew. It's got, it's got loose ties with the MCU. It's, it's got. Um, well, speaking of loose ties with the MCU, bloody oh, uh, the Will P- Will. P- no. no, no, I w- wasn't getting there yet. <laughs> I was just gonna say that Will Will, Will Poulter is in Midsummer as well.
1: Oh, um, okay.
0: Yeah, and um, uh, I forget his name, William. Something or other. Um, the dude who plays Chidi in The Good Place, he's also in it.
1: I haven't in seen. Good, yeah, I haven't seen Good Place.
0: You haven't seen The Good Place. I haven't seen The Good Place. Yeah, it's it's a great show. I suppose you'd like it. Okay, gets a bit existential, but it's it's good.
1: I already know it's hell.
0: Yay! Yeah, get yeah, yeah, that ruined. <laughs> I had that ruined for me too. But it's okay. I still enjoy the show. This is the bad place. This is the yeah. I've we seen all know that the meme. meme. We know the meme. It's a great it's a great meme. Anyway, I know try- the May May. I'm trying, the May May. <laughs> Do you know the May May? Uh yes. Anyway. I was trying to like loosely, half-heartedly, jokingly convince Folia to watch Midsummer. But that's never happening. <laughs> I don't want to traumatize her. No. Love you, Folia. Um, okay. <laughs> Let's move on to our final news item. Speaking of Muppets... By saying (laughs) Muppets... (laughs) By saying Muppets, literally speaking of Muppets, um, we have a new Muppet series in the works. Um, This is called uh, The Muppets Mayhem. Um, And I am quite excited for this because um, for the first time, it's going to be a show that's focusing on uh uh Dr Teeth in the electric mayhem, so the yeah. actual the band of the Muppets, um which I freaking love, so i 'm just super super stoked um super super stoked to watch this so it 's going to be on Disney plus. Um, and according to Disney, the uh, the Muppets Mayhem will take audiences on a musical field journey as the electric mayhem band swaps the stage for the studio to record their first ever album, with the support of a young music executive named Nora played by Lily Singh, who will manage and wrangle all of the mayhem that comes from working with the group. Yeah. Um, the old school Muppet band will take the spotlight in this series, um, with, you know, everyone involved, Dr. Teeth, uh, Animal, Floyd, Pepper, Janice, I love Janice, um, Zoot and Lips. Um, they're going to be rock and rolling their way through the current music scene, um, in a quest to try and finally go platinum. So, um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm super on board. With this, it's a no-brainer for me. I'm definitely watching this. Um, it's going to be so much fun. Animal is just going to be great. Um, of course, it, we all love Animal. Um, but I'm I'm just most excited to see more of Janice than I've ever seen because I really like Janice. Because um, I just love the way she talks. <laughs> yeah, uh, man. Yeah, man. The way she moves with her hair. and yeah, she's like... She's so chill and everything yeah she's great so um and dr teeth is awesome too so um yeah hell yeah bring it mike what are your thoughts on this i'm sure you're you're gonna be watching this as well right oh oh yeah um
1: i'm I'm a definitely diehard muppets fan and all the things and yeah it's the first time that they're actually doing an album it's been forty years, damn it. <laughs> it's
0: been like forty five years. Yeah. <laughs> and they've never done an album.
1: And they've never done an album. <laughs> forty years in the making. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be awesome. And then yeah. And you can have cameos from different artists. It's always yes. good. Uh yeah. I'm all for it. I can't really think of anything else. Oh, they gotta yeah. have they gotta have Ralph to do like a a piano solo or something.
0: Yeah. Oh, if they got Ralph to come in, I yeah. would be very happy as well. I love him too. Yeah, and I'm sure yeah.
1: that, I'm sure they're going to do cameos from from the other Muppets as well. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Kermit I mean, and Piggy will be there. Fozzie and Gonzo, they'll all be there. Yeah. So
1: definitely at the start, it's like, no, we're going solo, but with yeah. each other.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And hopefully we get to see uh, Pepe the King Prawn again because mm. we do we do love some Pepe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, me and <laughs> me and Fullia love Pepe.
1: I, I wasn't really that big in the in the Pepe.
0: No.
1: Uh, as a kid, uh, as an adult, it's like yeah, he's he's fucking hilarious. But yeah, I don't have that soft spot for no King, King Prawn.
0: That's okay. Mm. That's
1: okay. I'm more, I'm more of a Rizzo
0: guy. Oh, Rizzo. They should bring back Rizzo. Yeah.
1: Well, they don't... I think, I think the guy who performs him uh, sort of retires, retired from it. Ah, so.
0: uh, okay. Fair call. Fair call.
1: That's why they sort of had the little cameo, cameo thing at in the second <sighs> Muppets newish uh, Muppets uh, film. Muppets Most Wanted.
0: Muppets Most Wanted. Yeah.
1: Yeah a little cameo of, of Rizzo just doing one line. Mm. was like um ah, come on cuz I'm a big fan of like uh when a uh, big fan of um uh, uh Muppets Christmas Carol and and yes. Treasure Island and yeah, okay.
0: Muppets from Space. Maybe. <laughs> uh well, my favorite Muppets movie is Muppets Take Manhattan. So Oh, yeah, I
1: I definitely appreciate, classic. like, the, the originals. But, you know, as yeah. a kid, I, I watched them in the cinema.
0: Yes, I think I remember seeing, which, was Muppets from Space? The, oh, no, I'm getting my wires crossed. Never no. mind.
1: Um, no, Muppets from Space was, like, the last one of the before, the, before the, before the, before they got bought out by Disney?
0: Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Before that.
1: And, yeah, then, it was. and then they did straight to straight to DVD, DVD ones. Yeah. That sort of got lost in the ether. All I remember is um uh Wizard of Oz, that one. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. And then mm. and then they did the Muppets Yeah. M- movie.
0: Just like The Batman.
1: Yes. And then yep. and, and then Most Wanted.
0: And then Most Wanted, yes. Very good. Um yeah, no release date for Muppets Mayhem, um, but I imagine it'll probably be later this year um, or early next year, depending Yeah, on on things. Um, but yeah, that's exciting. Uh, sorry, which one
1: uh, of the old uh, Muppets movies did you like?
0: Uh, Muppets Take Manhattan.
1: Yeah, that one was mm. my favourite too, because yeah. we, we had that one. And the, the other ones I didn't really... Have fond memories of. As no, a
0: kid. yeah. But, like, well, I never. I was gonna say I never saw. I never. I I still haven't seen the original Muppets movie and the Great Muppet Caper. I haven't seen them, but they they came out before Muppets Take Manhattan. Yeah, yeah. I think. yeah. But you have seen them. I haven't. I've I've seen I've seen At Muppets all? Take No. I've no. I've I've seen Muppets Take Manhattan. I've seen. The Chris, a Chris, the Christmas Carol, I've seen Treasure Island, I've seen <laughs> From Space. I haven't seen the original two films.
1: You haven't seen the original Muppets movie? No. I can understand Muppet Caper because it's not everyone's favourite, but not the original.
0: No. Don't hate me. I'm,
1: I don't hate you. I don't hate a very
0: strong word. <laughs> Um, it is I shouldn't use that word, <laughs> but I am surprised um I need to, yeah i i I'm, I'm yeah, I need to watch it. We should do Fred watch yes Muppets Muppets, Fred watch if, yes yes that would be good in quod- chronological order <laughs> in chronological order. chronological yes. and then you guys can watch me cry when we watch Muppets take Manhattan because that movie makes me cry. Like really bad.
1: What saying goodbye?
0: <laughs> yeah, that fucking <laughs> song. I can't. Matt, like, not to go off on a tangent here, but Mike, you you listen to Hollywood Babylon? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you remember how you know uh, Ralph Garman? His his tr- cry trigger song was Beauty and the Beast. Like it's not anymore. He says, but he used to hear. Taylor's oldest time, and he would start crying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, that it's that's me, except with saying goodbye from Muppets Tank Manhattan. That yeah. song starts singing. I'm done. I am done. I I literally will be swimming in my tears for the rest of my life. It's just I can't do it. <laughs> anyway, it's good to know. Tan- good to know. Tangent. Tangent. Um. I won't
1: use that for nefarious reasons
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't blame you if you did Anyway, so that's that's it The nerdy news, we're done yes. We're out, over Nerdy news wrapped up Because we have one hell of a trailer park to get to So let's roll on up to the trailer park, shall we?
1: Rolling up to the trailer park Where we all park all the trailers Hee-haw
0: trailer park time and uh to start us off this week of course we have our first teaser Mm. for obi-wan kenobi hello there fucking hello there all right jesus christ oh my god (laughs) man man you know just remind you this is just the teaser this is just a teaser and I should not get I should not get this excited but I am fucking excited. Because it just looks amazing but I think for me the thing that really sealed it and we talked about this, you know, a few weeks ago when it was announced, but John Williams returning to score this like that's the best decision anyone's made all year. Yeah. Really, because I mean, look, I don't know how much of the music in this trailer is just taken from the stuff he's already done. I mean, obviously there are themes here that we've heard in the prequels um, that are really effective. But I, th- I feel like maybe it is kind of a new mix. So I- it might be a taste of what's to come. Um, rendition, I yeah, yeah, a new rendition. Thank you. That's a good word for it. Um, because my God, the music in this trailer just really helped to bring you back to you know revenge of the sith and to the prequels and to you know the mindset of uh obi-wan kenobi and what what's what's currently going on in in his world um because you know we had i and i i feel like i've slept on this score for so long but the revenge of the sith score there's this fanfare that kind of goes with Obi-Wan and Anakin. Mm, I think when it's they're when, they're, when they're fighting on Mustafar. And it's so good. Like, da, it's da. just... Yeah. It's can
1: the...
0: mm. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Oh. I just got chills. It's...
1: And, oh, and, it's and I was just
0: so humming it. it. Yeah, and you were just humming it. I it was, was that powerful. It's that powerful. It's the power of music. I Yeah. So hearing that was fantastic. And then they launch into fucking duel of the fates and i was just i think i just ascended on the spot watching it watching it i should have filmed myself reacting to it because it was like just the best it's just so good um ewan mcgregor looks amazing i mean he always looks amazing it's ewan mcgregor so no shock there um but seeing him again as obi-wan after what 17 years since revenge of the sith now so um so aged appropriately Aged appropriate, um, pretty much. So, so that's exciting. Um, and yeah, we're actually like I haven't. So I haven't finished watching all of Clone Wars, and I haven't seen Rebels. So I don't really know anything about these Inquisitors yeah. um, that we're getting to see live action for the first time. Some of the Inquisitors in the trailer um, are were taken from. Um, the animated stuff, uh, specifically, I think the High Inquisitor, so the dude with the big head, yeah, that looks intimidating as fuck. He pops um, up at the
1: in the uh, first season of Rebels.
0: Okay, cool.
1: I've seen up to pretty much almost at the end of season two. So. Yeah, right. And right. hopefully, I'll, I'll, I'll get this finished by by, by uh, opening opening by the, by yeah when Obi the first One episode,
0: Obi One opening. Yeah. Obi Waning. I don't know. That doesn't work. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yes. So him um, and you know these other inquisitors, and I have so many questions about you know if they're if they're Sith or not. Like, because I don't. Technically, they're not, but technically they are, because they've got. Or they maybe they just use the dark side. I don't know.
1: Would you like me to give you a crash course?
0: Please do. Let's let's do a crash course. For those who don't know, like me, what Inquisitors yes. are.
1: Uh Inquisitors are basically the equivalent of um force sensitive people who were meant to be um Jedi's, but because there's no Jedi's anymore. They've been corrupted by the Sith and the Dark Lord, and they are solely there because they're they're wielding, uh, but they're solely there to just find all the remaining Jedi's.
0: Yeah. Okay. So yeah.
1: basically, if we're going um, real world events, this is basically the SS.
0: Yeah. Okay. So
1: yeah. they are they are fine. <laughs> if we're going to go down the Nazi route, as um,
0: an, an analogy here yeah. an
1: analogy of what the empire is it's a fascist regime it's the nazis and mm-hmm. that allegory so so they are fi- finding uh, force users that could have been jedis but they are they are sort of corrupted jedis and they they're finding so it could be um uh, speculation territory that they sense possibly Luke is being a force user maybe something happens there and so, so so Obi-Wan needs to protect protect him and there's also scenes where Obi-Wan is off-world as well so he has to go somewhere else so and a lot of people are speculating speculating that well because Luke is you know all hush-hush on on Tatooine and being being looked after by uh, uh uncle Ben and Joel Edgerton's back. Yeah, that was a good get. Yeah, right. Like an an unnamed person to play to play uh, to play Owen. Uncle Owen, and then yeah. and then all of a sudden, yeah, Joel, fucking huge star and yeah. bulky as fuck.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> he looks great.
1: So a lot of people are thinking. Well, does that mean uh, they they are going after possibly Layer? because Leia's 10 years old in this as well.
0: Yeah, I think uh, I think it's definitely possible. Um So yeah. we could be
1: getting a, a young Luke and a young Leia maybe.
0: Yes, yes, I think I think that's definitely on the cards. Um and we've already obviously had a glimpse at a young Luke as Obi-Wan watches in the distance. Um pretending to be in and- a pod
1: racer. Like he's dead.
0: Yeah. yeah, that was that was cool. <laughs> that was really cool. Um, yeah, I'm I'm so excited to learn more about this time in the Star Wars mythos, um, and you know, especially about Obi Wan. I mean, I feel like it's a no brainer. We're gonna see Qui Gon Jinn at some point. Mm, Force, ghost. Fi- Force ghost. Force ghost Qui Gon Jinn or flashback Qui Gon Jinn, like something. Liam Neeson's in this. At some point, and if he's not, I'm going to be very surprised. But I'm calling it now, because <laughs> um, you know we heard his voice in Rise of Skywalker, and he was actually supposed to be physically in that, but they changed they changed that, which is stupid. Um, but uh, I just think, yeah, I think the way, especially the way Disney and Lucasfilm have been making these Star Wars shows on Disney Plus, and what they the the references, the fan service, the Easter eggs, mm. all that kind of stuff. I think it it would be just such a shock if they didn't touch Qui Gon um, in this. So especially because it's so heavily hinted at the end of Revenge of the Sith that you know oh, yeah. when when Yoda says to Obi Wan that you know Qui Gon is you know around um, and can teach Obi Wan you know certain things in the Force that he was not aware of yeah um so yeah it's happening I, I think. think
1: because also having that conversation does explain why um uh there's there's ghosts in the original trilogy it's like where do these come from oh it's another sort of form of a force and Qui-Gon does show up in in um rebels rebels as well I'm not up to that episode yet but okay he do- he does turn up but I don't know where.
0: Oh, that's cool.
1: So, yeah, there's so there's President there. And mm. who knows? Um, looking into this, th- uh, this Obi-Wan t- uh, series was meant to be wa- one of the sort of spin-off movies as well. Yeah. So it was de- so all the way back in 2018. So- sort Something of like that. Yeah. But then Solo happened and that went down like a ton of bricks. And... And so they put it on the back burner until, yeah, Mandalorian was kicked in and said, like, "Holy oh shit, you can actually do more on a television sort of uh, series sort of style." So they probably rejigged it a bit to put in that, uh, put it uh, on a a limited series. But of course, this is not going to be a limited series. There's going to be a second series. We all know this.
0: Mm, I don't know, maybe.
1: Well, considering this is what fans have been wanting the a live action version of of Obi-Wan of having the connective tissue between f- 3 and 4. And who else better but one of the most popular characters for, from Star Wars, Obi-Wan fucking Kenobi. Yeah. <laughs> And getting Hayden Christensen back is a huge get. Huge. Like, he was pretty much retired from acting because, you know, he was absolutely burnt from, from these movies and he didn't want to do anything else ever again. And so, getting him back to do this is sort of a big send. Uh, so, and there is talk that uh, before uh, the first episode has dropped, that they are thinking about doing more of the more of the obi-wan story because because you still got more stuff to do and there's more collective tissue and there's more stories because um because after episode three there there has been a lot of like comics and sort of stuff and and even things after uh even before phantom menace is like how does how does this sort of, sort of take place like there's also books and novels and all, all that dealing with what happens in between in between 3 and 4 and i think so, something like the Obi-Wan series could actually do that sort of thing i mean they they're putting they're putting in um uh oh sorry the the grand inquisitor um and the, these these characters that we haven't seen in live action. We've only seen them in uh, Rebels and the Star Wars uh, video game as well. And yeah, I think they're probably going to deal more with that. But I'm sort of jumping too far ahead because I haven't seen it yet. It could be because I don't want to be overly hyped and watch it. It's like, oh, okay, this is this is what we have. Because I'm sort of... I'm sort of going to backtrack my my wish of having a flashback with Obi-Wan, Anakin, and Ahsoka in live-action form.
0: Oh, my God.
1: I could, yeah, I don't want to hype it up too much because I'll <laughs> probably be, be disappointed because...
0: Yeah, that's fair.
1: Because the production team, like, I love them, but it doesn't have the Mandalorian sort of people behind it. So Dave Filoni no, I don't... and and it it's like it's like uh, Paul Dini doing doing like something with Harley Quinn because he's he's one of the um, creators of Harley and it's like yeah it's that sort of thing and Ahsoka was uh, Dave Filoni's sort of brainchild uh, as well as uh, Chat uh, 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 all the others <laughs> all the other <laughs> characters. Only oh, yeah, others, yes. I'm running out of steam here. Anyway,
0: I'm looking forward to this.
1: I'm yes. Pro- I'm, I was more looking forward to this than, than Book of
0: Boba Fett, really. Same. This has probably been, I think... like I, I can't remember if it was announced before Mandalorian came I, out.
1: I think it was. I think it was like a string of movies that they wanted to do, uh, starting with Rogue One and then... And then yeah. solo, and I think there was you also. You did say that before, but yeah, and, and I think there was also a solo Yoda movie as well.
0: Maybe well, yeah, no, I knew about that. I knew there was yeah when when sol I, in in this alternate reality where Solo was a good movie, then all of this stuff happened. But um, I just was trying to remember if they announced that Obi Wan was going to officially be a series before the Mandalorian came out or not, because. I mean, I was, if that's the case, then I was even more excited for Obi Wan than Mandalorian. Um, but that's mostly because we had no idea what the Mandalorian was going to be and um, what it was going to look like and how good it was going to be yeah. either. Um, but yeah, this show is just. Uh, it's so great. And it's so good to hear, you, you know, you and McGregor talking about it this week um, and like just reflecting on the prequels and saying how. He's aware that there's a lot more positivity now for the prequels, I think, yeah. given given the time between, you know, them coming out and us now as fans. And I suppose as the generation that, you know, you know, we were the generation that had the prequels as kids. So, like, now that we're, you know, all very grown up, you know, where really our opinions and our nostalgia and stuff is really starting to have a, a ripple effect through the Star Wars fandom and and uh and, and you can see that in the book of Boba Fett when they brought back the the, the N1 starfighter, you know, and yeah. just how how fantastic that was and yeah, it's just it's just great to see those movies that yeah, they're not perfect, but you know, I still really like them and they're being appreciated um and it, they so they should be because they're yeah. part of they're part of the mythos. Um, so yeah, I can't wait to see this. This is a great teaser. I'm excited for a full trailer so we can see what the story is going to be. Um, I imagine we'll probably get that uh, probably either next month or m- maybe on Star Wars Celebration, which is oh it's the fourth of May, right? You know, Star Wars Day. Twenty fifth. Twenty
1: fourth. Like, well,
0: Obi Wan's coming out twenty-fifth, not to yeah. jump ahead, but well Star Wars Day is May the fourth, so maybe we'll get the full trailer then, but then that is, you know, too maybe too close. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. But whatever. Doesn't matter. I'm I'm looking forward to to seeing what the story... like finding out what the story's gonna be. I mean, obviously we can kind of guess already that it's there's gonna be stuff with the Inquisitors looking for Obi-Wan. Um and probably like you said, Mike looking for Leia and Luke. At some point, but they but Vader doesn't know that they exist, so no, they they and have that,
1: not, and he's not supposed to until
0: until <laughs> until the movies, until the movie, the yeah the original trilogy, until what M- M- Empire Strikes Back. Well, that's when we all found out. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but he he probably figured it out before that.
1: Yeah, he sort of twigged at the end of New Hope of going, who the fuck was that?
0: <laughs> yeah, true. He's yeah, a,
1: wait, Luke. Skywalker,
0: <laughs> I have
1: heard that name before. I
0: know that name, um, yeah, can't wait. Bring it on. Um, I have nothing else to add. Mike, do you have anything else you would like to add about this teaser?
1: Yes, um, I am more, uh, I'm more than happy if they do a story with Leia, because otherwise. Uh, otherwise, Obi Wan couldn't really give a shit about Leia.
0: Yeah, you're just saying that because, you know, we haven't really seen him interact with Leia much, so far. Sort of.
1: Um, I'm thinking, I'm thinking more to do with because Leia knows who he is. Yeah. So, and I don't know it it's it's so, sort of the sort of at the end, it's like, oh yeah, I need to look after the boy, the boy, I need to look after the boy because he's the special one, he's the special one, ah, the female can she can she can be a princess, whatever <laughs> and then and then, yeah, if you get that sort of connected issue, it's like, oh, Leia's possibly more powerful than Luke, yeah, because she can fly in space.
0: She can. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, she can. It's like the prophecy's wrong. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was Leia all along. It, it, it was meant to be Leia, not Luke.
1: Mm. And that's why Luke f- fucked it up in the in the sequel trilogy. <laughs> it should have been Leia to be, be become Jedi Master and recreate yeah. the, the the Jedi's, but nah, it had to be Luke.
0: It had to be Luke. Anyway, let's as much as I, lo- I I can appreciate and love certain aspects about the sequel trilogies let's trilogy, let's not talk about it right now. Or we'll be here all night. Um before we move on to our next trailer and I reveal the release date, which I've already revealed anyway, so psych. Uh Folia had some thoughts on on the trailer for Obi-Wan. Um, she just says Ooh. I'm so hyped for this series. I'm curious to know who the dark characters are wielding the red sabers. That was a cool shot, by the way, of the spinning uh, red lightsaber. Um, They're not characters I've seen in the Star Wars universe before, in parentheses. Or maybe I've forgotten, which wouldn't surprise me. No, Fulia, you hadn't forgotten. They haven't been in the movies, no. They've never been in the movies before. This is the first time live action. And as you've probably already listened to us talk about the Inquisitors, you are... You know exactly what I know, so... (laughs) Which is enough. Um, Jedi Hunters. Jedi Hunters. Obi-Wan Kenobi will start streaming on Disney Plus on the 25th of May. Mark your calendars if you haven't already. May or may not do that? Hmm. May. May. It's going to be May. May the Force be with you? Aunt May. Aunt May. (laughs) all right next trailer uh another teaser trailer um and this is another long uh highly anticipated trailer we've been waiting for um and that is our first look at season three of the boys the boys the boys oh my god this was a freaking awesome um (laughs) teaser like if my God! If Obi Wan hadn't come out and just basically wiped the floor clean, like this would have been far and away my favorite trailer of the week. Like it's just, it's so good. Like it's such a great teaser. Um, like it doesn't really show too much. It shows a lot of little different things and sh- quick shots of certain characters and some sex and some people, some people blowing up into pools of blood and 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 faces being ripped in half and. All this, so there's a lot of you know typical boys uh, uh, action going on in this teaser. Typical um,
1: boys. Did you? Typical... Seri- Did you seriously say that?
0: I didn't. Typical the boys. <laughs> you knew what I meant.
1: I know. It just sounded like a typical boy thing.
0: That's not what I meant. <laughs> but you sh- shit, Sarah. Yeah, I can agree. Though. Yes, I'm right. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyway. Um, so it's, yeah, very much on brand for the show. Mm. Um, and yeah, don't really know, uh, the story at all for this, but, um, I was excited to see our first official glimpse in action, even though it was brief of Jensen Ackles as Soldier Boy, um, who like, they're really leaning into this Captain America spoof of a character.
2: Yeah. Cause yeah.
0: like it's. And I like I'm I'm here for it. I don't I'm not mad about it at all. I think that's fantastic. Um like I'm so excited to see this, you know a character who to everyone is like Captain America, like, you know, down to the backstory, basically. Uh, but then is more like Homelander than we would like. Because um, mm. that's kind of I think the premise of him is that he's this he's like one of the one of the first big superheroes that ever happened i think in the boys comics he is the first soup um yeah. but then the last season um season 2 they said stormfront was the first one um so they've kind of changed that slightly um but yeah it was great to see brief little glimpses of of jensen in action i can't wait to see um more of him in this um and to see butcher with some powers as well um, he's gotten some, uh, some interesting, like a different, slightly different version of Compound V, I think, in him, um, not yeah. the stand, standard stuff, and he's got, he's rocking some Homelander-like powers, <laughs> which is interesting. Um... Level
1: playing field, I might lev- say. Level,
0: yes, yes, exactly. So, that's got me excited. Um, and yeah, I just, I don't know, I just love the way it was cut, knitted together, um... Say what you will about Mad Imagine Dragons, but they have some fucking bops, and this was <laughs> this was a tune in this trailer. Uh, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Um, so yeah, I don't really have much else to say. There's not too much to unpack, but it's just oh, I am. I will say I'm curious um, to see the context of this like dance sequence with Frenchie and um, Kimiko um, <laughs> in some kind of Either hospital or mental hospital or something of them like dancing and stuff, and then like there's like a boy, a superhero boy band or something going on as well, and A Train spoofing the um, Kendall Jenner Pepsi ad in some some degree. (laughs) Yeah, I I love that. Yeah, that was cool. Because Um, because you
1: can quiet down civil unrest with a Pepsi.
0: Yes, you can. Yes, I'm sure the world right now could could use some pepsi.
1: Yeah, it can solve the 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 Russian Ukraine crisis or the sorry, the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Yep, with a pepsi.
0: Yep. One one can of pepsi. That'll do it. Yeah.
1: Just love it over.
0: Yeah. Hey, Zelensky, why haven't you thought of that yet? Yes. Come on mate. Just offer just offer
1: Putin a pepsi.
0: Just give him a pepsi. That's all he wants. Anyway, that's enough of that terribleness. Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, enough of that.
1: Let's talk about political satire.
0: Yes, the boys. Yeah, it's amazing. It looks so good. I can't wait. Uh, Michael, Michael, uh, what were your thoughts of this teaser trailer?
1: I really liked it. I watched it again, but I slowed down the footage. So so I could see every single thing. And the... (laughs) There is a lot of stuff that I discovered. Oh um, yeah. Uh, there's one bit where I also saw a breakthrough as well. Uh, a, a, a breakthrough? No. Uh, a breakdown. A breakdown. Breakthrough. It was a, it was a breakthrough for me because I didn't know, but it was a it was a breakdown <laughs> of this trailer. Um, there's uh, a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff in this where they sort sort of are poking fun at like the original. Um, uh soups like with with um stormfront and soldier boy uh i think uh they were in like the original 7 but i think they they called something else but i can't remember what but but there was also like a scarlet witch version yes in this as well and i thought mm-hmm. she she's the one that blew up um the the guy in the in the homelander um <laughs> her mascot.
0: Yeah, she's well, she's the crimson, crimson something or other.
1: dawn or something. And the crimson king. Sorry, um, that's that's Stephen King. Let um, me.
0: I'm just looking up the name of the. That's right, Crim- crimson countess. Crimson countess. Yes. So CC. Yeah. CC Ce- from the nanny. CC from
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. What a pull. Um, what a pull.
1: Yeah, a lot of bloody stuff. Uh, there's one where uh, the sort of explosion with the um, with the neon light of Lucky. You remember that scene where the guy is sort of exploding? Yes. It looked like someone did a uh, Hank Pym of being inside and then exploding. So that's cool. <laughs> that will be a cool visual. It's like yes, if you want to know how. Ant Man can defeat Thanos by <laughs> by inserting himself into Thanos and expanding. This will be the result.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you can be like, "Can you see why Disney didn't do that?"
1: <laughs> no, they sort of they sort of wait until what if, and then then uh, uh, Ultron Vision went
0: <laughs> split, split. <laughs> split. That was yep. easy. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Fantastic.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh Butcher getting some some uh some play hours is also good. Um uh yeah. I think that was basically it. Uh there was something to do with um uh like a superhero uh uh reality TV show in it as well so yeah something to do with that i think it, the winner of it gets into the seven uh and of course fa- uh oh what's his name fake train soul train a train a train <laughs> Fake train well soul train <laughs> um yeah, I'm um, really looking forward to it. When are we going to see it?
0: Well, we will be watching uh, the third season of The Boys, starting from the third of June.
1: I'm so excited! I might explode. Yeah, like that guy with his bottom jaw like breaking.
0: <laughs> yes, that was that was a great visual.
1: And also, and also, arms getting broken as well.
0: Yeah. Painful, <clears> yes, and so vomit. much pain, and vomit, and grossness, and just so yep. much
1: blood and vomit, and like,
0: like I said, on brand,
1: and and deep, and deep, just looking into the anus. Oh, I forgot about of, that. Of a,
0: <laughs> that was a so of funny. I fuck, props to Chase Crawford, man, for just really going for it with yeah. the deep, like just. <laughs> Like, the fact that he was fucking, you know, the sexiest guy on Gossip Girl, that's my opinion. But, like, this this just, like, hunk of a man, uh, dreamy as fuck. And now he's, you know, ten years later, barely, he's on this superhero show where he's playing a character who can talk to fish and is, like, actually sexually attracted to fish. Yeah. And, yeah, I love, I just, Yeah. Props to him. <laughs> Fuck another fish,
1: asshole. <laughs> and
0: especially just coming off the, the fucking ending of Peacemaker too. Yeah, 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 It's just brilliant. I did brilliant. show you, I
1: did show you that um uh, Jason Momoa on the red carpet. Of, yeah. Of, of I think it was the Batman. Yes, um,
0: yes, yes, it was. <laughs> someone
1: just said, "What sort of fish was it?"
0: Yeah, it's so good. If you can find, if you're watching, listening, you can find it on YouTube. Watch it. It's so funny. Literally, someone just on the red carpet. Just he, Jason Moore was doing his interviews, and he comes through, and the guy just says, "What sort of fish was it?" And then you see his brain. realization. Yeah, he, he doesn't. Re- he realizes after like a second, and then he like walks away. It- <laughs> it's just such a great
1: reaction. <laughs> but not in the bad way. He sort of got the joke. No, yeah, he also, he, yeah. Also, fish par- uh, fish palmed him. On the way back. Fist
0: palm. Fist yeah. palm? Yeah, fish yeah. Fi- fish palm. F- that's fist pump. Why did I say fist palm? Jesus Christ. Fish palm. Fish palm. Yep.
1: He palmed the fish.
0: He palmed the fish. All right. Speaking of DC, we've actually got one last trailer to discuss this yeah. week. And it is a DC trailer.
1: And some for kids, so there's no fucking involved. Zero fucking...
0: Um, Zero
1: fucks. <laughs> Sa- same same sort of reaction that I have for this film. Eh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> God. Okay. Well, we'll get to that in a second. Okay. Um, because we have a, a, another trailer. It's sort of a. It's basically been touted as uh, a Batman trailer for DC League of Super Pets. I wonder um, why. I wonder why. Clever marketing, no? Although I found it funny, I will say in this trailer that they they use the Danny Elfman score from Burton Batman um <laughs> as the theme instead of using the current Batman theme, even though they're trying to promote and shit and all this stuff. Anyway. Yeah. It's I mean look, the Danny Nirvana's Elfman theme expensive. is expensive. yeah. Something in the way. Um, the amount of memes I've seen last week with that fucking song, like, it's just it's just it's just amazing. Anyway, um, anyway, Elfman theme hits better. Anyway, it's just a fantastic score, and to hear it, uh, like, and see it in this context is fantastic because, um, Keanu Reeves is the voice of Batman in this movie, um, and I'm here for that. I mean, I'm here for for anything Keanu does because he's just amazing. Um, I'll even, you know, watch bad Matrix movies for Keanu. Um, But yeah, yeah, it's it's great. It was great. It was a great trailer. Like, I loved um, just the interaction between him and the Bat-Hound, which is voiced by Kevin Hart, um, and how, like, there's, like, this kind of, comic book panel almost sort of style like retelling as they like bru- brutally retelling their origin stories and like um hmm. you know batman's talking about how he you know lost his parents and then and then the bat hounds just like my life changed forever when i was taken from my family <laughs> like just this <laughs> sort of i just thought that was really funny there's some yeah there's some really good dialogue um in this really really funny so it's made me want to see this movie even more because i i was like I think I was on board with the last trailer that came out a few months ago now. Cause it just looks like a whole lot of fun. It looks like a really interesting take on the world of DC, um, done in, you know, from the perspective of their pets. Um, I just, you know, it's something everyone could probably enjoy, uh, you know, and just the cast on this is just brilliant. Cause you know, you have Kevin Hart playing the Bat Hound, and then you've got, um, Dwayne Johnson, um, as, uh, Superman's um, dog. I've forgotten his name. Crypto. Crypto. That's yeah. Crypto. Yeah. So um, just brilliant, brilliant casting choices. Um, and yeah, it looks funny as hell. So I'm very much in um, on this one. I yeah laughed my ass off. Um, Mike, mm-hmm. thoughts thoughts on this? How are you? How are you feeling about this film?
1: Ah, uh, uh, yeah, try- trying. are trying. You're trying to get me to be excited, not, not, nah. <laughs> and I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to get off the back of Matt Reeves' Batman, yep, the Batman,
0: the Batman,
1: by putting the Batman in in your trailer and say, "Hey, we got this, we got this thing happening," but not really because you know it's been moved. So <laughs> we're gonna have to wait until we be be disappointed. But I don't know. I could be I could be wrong. I could it could be the best thing ever since uh Lego Batman. Cuz Lego Batman was really high of making fun of DC shit. What?
0: I still haven't watched
1: it. You still haven't, oh, f- you, haven't <laughs> you haven't seen the original ri- original <laughs> Muppets movie. You <laughs> nope. haven't seen the best Batman movie ever. Oh, come on, really? It is. Okay. <laughs>
0: I'll you, be the judge of that.
1: Yes, but yes. in the same vein as the Lego Movie, and uh, Lego Movies are good.
0: I mean, yeah, I it's like the such Lego a shame movie. that
1: that they 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 can't do it anymore because rights of things and shit. It's annoying. Ha- it's Well, uh, they they went to another company. It's annoying.
0: Ah. Uh, and well, that's disappointing. Yes, yes. So anyway. yes, I will watch it.
1: You should. Uh, I think you enjoy it.
0: Mm, I think I would too.
1: If we constantly st- constantly do the meme of darkness, no parents.
0: Oh, I've just seen. I've seen that. Like I've seen that whole bit. Like I've, I haven't seen.
1: You haven't seen the Lego Movie if, I haven't seen the movie. Oh, I
0: just. God. I just. I just know about that.
1: So you haven't seen the Lego Movie either?
0: No, I've seen the Lego Movie. I. Okay, so that's in the Lego Movie. No, I can't remember. Which one? Yeah, in, that's is, in
1: the Lego movie. That's in, not, okay.
0: I've seen the Lego movie. Yes. Okay. So I know. it for, Sorry, I thought you were making a reference to Lego Batman. No, I've seen the Lego movie, and I yeah. I Lego, get Bat- that. Man, Lego Batman.
1: Lego uh, yeah. Batman is in the Lego movie, but it's, he's also I, in his own movie.
0: Yes, he is. I, it's just been a long time since yeah, I've watched. Yeah. So I I got my wires crossed. Forgive wise me. Crust. Um. Yes, I will watch it. Um. Well, Fulia has some thoughts. Um, Very brief ones, but thoughts nonetheless, on DC League of uh, Super Pets. Um, Oh, what does she say? She says, Mm. Keanu has become a superhero. Crying, laughing emoji. Uh, Nothing else needs to be said. I'm in, LOL. Yeah, fair call. (laughs) Keanu has been Neo. John Wick I feel like I feel like what she means to say is comic book superhero maybe
1: okay alright
0: <laughs> although I don't know if has seen The Matrix so
1: okay comic book movie
0: hmm oh,
1: shit he he has been in a comic book movie and he played the the leading character.
0: Yeah, oh, really? Yes. Got and I love the going blankness. Um, feel f- someone watching on YouTube if anyone is feel free to uh, comment uh, below. Uh, what movie Mike's thinking of? while I IMDb Mr. Reeves.
1: He play- he plays a DC character. Go
0: Why am I blanking on what this is?
1: I know. It it's and the character has been, I think, yeah. The character has been been in like the Flash, like, like CW shows.
0: I'm just scrolling it's, down.
1: It's uh, it's something mythical. He plays a S- lawyer.
0: Something mythical, and he's a lawyer.
1: Ah, oh, god damn it! No, I'm going the INDB. I'm uh.
0: looking through the INDB and it's not. It came out I haven't seen anything come out.
1: It was like after the Matrix. Key and Uh, new Key and Key and Reeves.
0: Oh, Constantine. Constantine, that's it. Yes. 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 That's a good movie. I like that movie. I haven't seen it. Ah, something you haven't seen that I have. Yes. No. The tables of turned. I'll
1: probably never see it. Why? Because there was a guy at uni that kept on talking about it and it says, shut the fuck up. It's like the best movie I've got. Yeah,
0: it's you, not that great. It's, it's like, also it, a
1: weeb as well. It's like, shh, stop it. I don't in- care about anime. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. He huh? kept on talking about it.
0: Wow That sucks
1: <laughs> Yeah, so he plays Constantine Which is actually actually a superhero Yes So, so sorry Fulia, you're wrong I know it's a roundabout way of trying to get to the actual answer Because <laughs> I couldn't remember it
0: Because I tried to uh, sp-
1: put, sponge that out of my mind Yeah uh, Okay
0: Much sponging Anyway uh, DC League of Super Pets Will be in cinemas in the U.S. on the twenty ninth of July. Uh, in Australia, I would say the twenty eighth. Yes. That's, that's not official yet. So, yes. 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 And he also
1: played uh, uh, Duke Kaboom as well.
0: Yes, in Toy Story Four. Yeah.
1: Canadian superhero.
0: Very cool.
1: <laughs>
0: yes. Look, in, in Fully's defence, I don't think she was actually implying that this is the first time Keanu's played a superhero.
1: Hey, this is a nerdy podcast. I'm allowed to go, and
0: um, actually. Yes, you are. <laughs> You're well within your um, actually rights to do that. Even though I failed miserably. No, you didn't. Miserably. We Spe- got there in the Speaking end. Speaking
1: of failing miserably or diabolically.
0: Oh! <laughs> It's time... Yeah. ...for the moment. Mm? The segment. Oh, yeah. Section. I forgot. The place. It's... I never really got the place, but yes. The part? The journey. The spot. The executioner. The... ...segment in the show we like to call...
1: I Shot the Sheriff and Popcorn Culture! But well, yes. I did not kill the deputy. No. Because <laughs> he was too quick. Except if you're card Yes. Yes. I wonder if the deputy actually survived.
0: I don't think so. Not to go on a tangent. But You'll
1: no. be back. Yeah. The boys will be back.
0: The boys will be back. Speaking of, the boys. Yes. They're back. Um so um, last week, Amazon Prime released the, uh, first spin spin-off of The Boys. Amazon um, which Prime. Is an, which is an animated series, um, mm. called The Boys Diabolical. Uh, and I had a chance to watch it during the week, so now Mike and I have both seen it. So I thought, given the, uh, you know, uh, trailer dropping for season three, um... It might be appropriate to discuss <laughs> this 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 show
1: so so what's what's so funny I'm a child, you said droppings,
0: did I say droppings, yeah, whatever, it's on brand um, <laughs> <laughs> it's on brand, so yeah, so we're just gonna discuss our thoughts on um. Season 1 of The Boys Diabolical, whether or not there might be a season 2, hopefully. Yeah, maybe. Um, but who knows? Who knows, who knows, who knows? Um, yeah, so I don't know if we just want to go go kind of... Take I each know, episode as it goes? Eight, eight, yeah, take each episode, but not get too bogged down because we're already at two hours.
1: Uh, yeah. On brand.
0: On brand for us. Long-winded and tangential. Um, all right, so the first episode was called Laser Baby's Day Out. Um and I thought this was awesome. <laughs> um <laughs> I thought this is a great way to open um this interesting little series because these are just eight episodes, they're all like fifteen minutes ish long. Um, you know, every every episode's done by a different animation team. Um, different writers and and directors and cast and everything. Um, So, yeah. So this was really just... I felt like I was watching an old Looney Tunes or an old episode of The Jetsons or just... Like, it just had that old-school animation vibe to it from, like, the 60s. Yeah. Uh, Like, it was spot on. They did such a great job recreating that aesthetic. Um, So I love that. And the fact that there was no dialogue as well... Um, was really interesting because a lot of those early, you know, cartoons, especially shorts, like they didn't have, you know, a lot of the Looney Tunes, like shorts, like, you know, Roadrunner, um, and Wile E. Coyote ones, especially didn't, you know, there's no dialogue. So yeah. I kind of had that kind of vibe to it with this. Um, and it worked. I thought it worked really well. I, um, you know, it was kind of when, when I heard that this was the title and I kind of just guessed that exactly what this episode was is exactly what was going to happen um i i also just love seeing this level of violence
2: in this <laughs> ki- in this
0: kind of animation style <laughs> because there are there are people getting dissected bisected exploded in so many different ways cuz you know baby has laser eyes and they cut through a lot of things um and i just really love the relationship between the uh, the baby and the main character, this uh, technician who's been tasked at Vought to, you know, run these tests on these baby soups um, to make sure that, you know, their powers are, are working properly and all of this. Um, and so that was really cool and clever. And it just, yeah, it just looked awesome. It was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Um, Mike, what did you think of this this first episode? Yeah, I really enjoyed this one
1: because yeah, I'm a big sucker of, of old timey like um, cartoons, such as like you know Chuck Jones and all, all that stuff. And Wile E. Coyote is probably probably one of my fa- favorites. You know, Same. The sort of si- silence and silent stuff. Uh, it's it's also like Tom and Jerry and all, all that of yeah, your characters yeah. not to- talking. They're it's always with sounds and and very gruesome sort of fucking. <laughs> I mean, you, you can sort of see it now as like, wow, how how did this actually get past of being a kids' show? And yeah, um, and I'm just a sucker for for, for um, over the top violence because you know it's not real. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And of course, Ben Swartz as the voice—well, the grunts of yes. of the main character
0: of the technician. Yes. 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 Simon, he's called Simon. There you go. I wonder if
1: I wonder if it's a canonical. There will be a si- Simon in this. There might be. Mm. Who knows? Who
0: knows? But, but
1: I'll be. But I'll be okay if it's not if it's not canon have some fun
0: Yeah, well, I think I think certain episodes not to get skip ahead or anything, but I think certain episodes uh are canon. Um if not all of them because I think they're all supposed to be set in the world of the show. Um, yeah. Mm.
1: It's like the story is on the side.
0: Yeah. 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 I I get that. Yeah. But so we'll see if anything uh from these pops up again um going forward. In the show. Um Yeah. No, yeah, episode one was just yeah. It was just a really great yeah. way to, to kick this off.
1: I score it a solid sort of four out of five.
0: Yeah, me too. Uh seven heads. Yes. <laughs> me too. Okay. Um the next episode is um uh, very appropriately titled, an animated short where pissed-off soups kill their parents. Down to the point. Down to the point. Um, I really enjoyed this episode. <laughs>
1: um,
0: it might be my favourite of the bunch. Um, I mean, there are a couple of other car- uh, sorry, other episodes in this in this bunch that are fantastic, but I really like this one. I mean, obviously. Justin Roiland is heavily involved here, um, because we have these characters, this world kind of animated in the style of Rick and Morty, um, you know, in a lot of ways, um, and it just has that kind of humour that Rick and Morty has, like, just this, you know, balls to the wall, abstract, weird, think of the craziest idea you've ever thought of and put that on the screen, like, just that kind of shit, um, I yeah I just really loved how it was this story of these rejected soups mm-hmm. you know um that when they had compound V given to them they just they got the worst in- imaginable powers um and I just loved how all those powers were used throughout the episode to uh in action um and also the fact that uh kevin smith was the voice of the boob face character
1: <laughs> <laughs> booby face
0: <laughs> the booby face character which i didn't realize at the time and i i when i saw his name pop up in the credits i was like wait i knew he was going to be in this but which character and then i yeah the boob the boob he was the boob face
1: he, he, he uh, had boobs
0: he had boobs boobs on his face boobs for eyes literally boobs for eyes
1: (laughs) my eyes are up here i get it yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) just fantastic um yeah there was like one character who was just a tongue um (laughs) he was all muscle (laughs) all muscle (laughs) um yeah like just so many of them and i really i found the um i love the slow motion one as well yeah like that was that was really great
1: yeah, slow, uh, mo slow, mo slow, whatever. <laughs> Voiced by Caleb McLaughlin.
0: Yes, from Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was quite good. Um, but yeah, basically, I think I really liked how this is kind of showing a different side to, um, you know, the aftermath of the Compound V revelation uh, in the Boys series. So these rejected soups find out that you know. They weren't born this way. They were made this way. And, um, you know, their parents gave them up because they were um, pissed off with the, the soups that they got. So they didn't really love their kids. They just wanted to make millions off of them, which was really heartbreaking. So it, you know, it, it doesn't, you, d- you don't feel bad at all when you start seeing this group of soups um, go around and starting to kill their um, parents and there's this one one soup who literally has a speaker for a head, <laughs> and the only song <laughs> he can he can play what was it? It was um I only want to be with you by uh, I forget the name of the band.
1: Yeah, I can't remember. Sorry.
0: I gotta yeah I gotta Google it. Yeah. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll I'll chat. Um, yeah, Hootie Hootie in the Blowfish. Hootie in the Blowfish. Hootie and the Blowfish. Yes. Yes um that was hysterical um yes yes very very funny um just the death of destruction and chaos that came from that and um how he, i really liked how he felt bad for the main character who was a, you know a ghost mm. um and yeah and so and then just also the way it ended with like you know vort showing up and um taking them we- down Taken it was it Homelander that killed them all, it was Homelander, wasn't it? Yeah, because he lasered them all. Um, yeah, Homelander showed up, didn't say anything, just killed all of them, um, except for the ghost and her mum. Um, but yeah, it was it was a very good episode. I really really liked it quite a bit. Oh, and then there was the other one, the other soup who like I think he was voiced by Justin Roiland as well. The one who could like papers had paper power of paper. Yeah, was that? Right. <laughs> I can find any paper, any paper. And I love in the background, he's like, I did it, I found it, it was me. I, you wouldn't have found that if it wasn't for my ability. Yeah. Yeah, so funny. Um, what did you think of this episode, Mike?
1: Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, def- <laughs> definitely the sort of style that we're sort of used to for Justin Roiland. Um, yeah, and just just a bit of fun and, you know, and in-world uh, scenario as well. And just a good excuse to say, okay, we got this premise: uh, bad super superheroes with either stupid, lame, or useless, useless stuff. What can we, what can we do? Okay, speaker for a head, uh, a narr, a narrator that narrates everything, voiced by Christian Slater.
0: <laughs> yeah, That's so funny. How did I get here? <laughs> <laughs>
1: And that sort of shit, I I really yeah. enjoyed enjoy that, and yeah, I I would be pissed too if I was uh, neglected as a kid because, for some reason, they they thought profit over your own own kid, and yeah, um, really really enjoyed it, and Booby Face,
0: <laughs> Booby Face, yeah, uh.
1: and also um. Who was it? It was Ghost and Slow Mo uh, and Mo Slow, uh, uh working together mm. trying, trying to stra- strangle her, her mum or the oh no her
0: dad the dad it was the dad yeah yeah because she possessed him I think as yeah he was coming forward
1: yeah, they're working together
0: yeah that was that was trippy but yeah. very very cool
1: and Homelander ruined
0: it. Homelander ruined
1: it. By getting arrested in fucking Spain. Anyway.
0: anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Fantastic. Yeah, really enjoyed it.
1: Yeah. I it give, give it a three and a half out of five.
0: Okay. I give it a four and a half out of five. I loved it. Nice. Yeah, I loved it. All right. Episode three I'm your pusher. <laughs> um, this one was great. I wasn't. I wasn't sure at first. Um, but I. I did. By the end of it, I really, really liked this. Yeah, I would have liked this more. I think if Carl Urban had a voiced butcher in this, uh, he doesn't, unfortunately. However, the the flip side of that coin is the fact that Simon Pegg is voicing Huey, and he actually looks like Huey from the comics. Yeah. Um, so that's sweet Um, yeah so it's uh, yeah it's a really really great um, story I think it's actually based on uh, an issue or a storyline in the comics I think anyway yeah but But it's yeah it's just I just really found it very interesting to see how you know the, the different kind of ways that you know Butcher and Huey and you know and frenchie can take down um you know vort and stuff and then doing it in this way with you know this all new superhero joining joining up with the seven and uh and then he goes psycho and uh, explodes everywhere and yeah yeah <laughs> it was pretty fantastic to watch
1: <laughs> the character od who yeah. O D'd. He O
0: D'd. He O D'd on, on this drug. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. And it was uh Yeah, it was quite funny. Um Yeah. So yeah, I don't really have too much else to say uh about it, but I just yeah, I thought it was good. Like they could actually do something like that in the show, live action, yeah. I think. Um so but they probably, I, I imagine they probably won't now that they've done it as an animated thing. So, um, but I, th- I thought it was awesome. Um, what did you think of it, of this one, Mike? Um,
1: I enjoyed this one too, on the account that, yeah, it is. Um, it's sort of like the what if the uh, the boys TV show was a bit like Invincible, where it was yeah. sort of more, more based on on the actual comics. And how would that come about? And it's kind of cool that they got Jason Isaacs to do Butcher. Um, yeah, he's very cool. I did. I did like that. It's like that. That is an interesting take because I really like like different variations, and I don't really judge which is the best. But uh, in this particular uh, way of it being an animated, if it was an animated thing, um, I would. I wouldn't mind it, and if they were to do more of these sort of um, uh, episodes that actually have this sort of uh, style and different styles, I, I wouldn't mi- mind seeing, like, I don't know, a, a mini-series uh, of, like, a lo- long form of the these sort of um, animations. I mean, a- out of all of them, this was pretty much close to what you would expect a a um adaptation of an animation of a particular comic book, if that's yeah. a yeah. weird way of saying it. And, yeah, al- no, and also betcha. Simon Pegg as here is kinda cool, you know. Yeah. And uh yeah. Anthony Starr doing his Homelander. Yep. For a bit part. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> Michael Sarah as the Great Wide Wonder.
0: Yeah. <laughs> there you go, <laughs> nice. Michael. Sarah is a superhero, not including Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, and mm. that was a cartoon too. It was. That it was. Awesome all right. Also, awesome. what would you rate that one?
1: I would rate it. I would rate it a four out of five. Okay. Not long enough.
0: No, no. If they could have fleshed that out over like half an hour or 40 minutes, something like that. Yeah, B- 22
1: B- minutes, like a proper... Yeah. Proper, proper episode.
0: Yeah. Yeah, full-length episode. It would be yeah. cool. Um, yeah, I'd probably give it a three and a half, I think. Three and a half from me. Um, okay, episode four uh, is titled Boyd in 3D.
1: Boyd.
0: Boyd. Okay, um, this was an interesting one. Mm. Um. I mean, I, I, there were things about this episode I really liked and there were things about it I didn't. Um, I kind of hated that the major, Like, once the two characters got together, the, the majority of their relationship was done in a montage. And I get that where it's a short... Like, it's an animated short, so you only have, like, you know, 10, 15 minutes to get the story out. But I just... I was invested in seeing what would happen with their relationship because, you know, they... They really make you like these characters and you can relate to them. You know, I mean, their desires are innately human. You know, we're never happy, like fully happy or satisfied with our appearances. And, you know, if we could alter them and be more like the way we think we see ourselves um, would be cool. So I think it's a great concept um, mm. for an episode. Um, I just think it in the execution, it was didn't overly work for me, um, but I still enjoyed the episode, just because it was, uh, you know, a reminder about ha- the way vanity can corrupt a person and the way social media can also do that. Like there were some Black Mirror vibes. Yeah, to this, I was going to say that. Yeah. Yeah, to this episode, and I thought that was really, really interesting. Um, and I think my favorite, my favorite thing about the episode was the way it ended. Yeah, the cop out. <laughs> Oh man. It was all a dream. It was all a dream. I mean, I I know a lot of people don't like that trope, um, but I I you know, if it's used in the right way, which I think it was here, um, I think it's very effective um and very funny because it just came out of left field. Yeah. Like it literally came out of left field. That, you know, you know, none of what we just watched actually happened. It was all in his mind as the drug was doing its thing, like the cream, and he was imagining you know, because he's like, you know, they tell him to imagine, you know, what he think his true self should be or look like, whatever. And so that's where his brain's gone. And then he just fucking melts to the point where his head explodes. And then we get credits. It's just, ah, <laughs> it's just brilliant. <laughs> I thought, I thought that was uh, quite brilliant. Um, And yeah, and just, you know, more of a, oh, I don't want to say it's not realistic as an ending, but just like, there, it wasn't a fairy tale romance it wasn't a fairy tale ending because you know uh even though it never their romance never actually happened uh i I found it great that you know there was no happy ending for them you know they were consumed by their addiction to the cream and to yeah you know so it was just yeah I so there were yeah like I said there's some good parts to the story and some not so good parts so um how did you feel about this one um sort of the same um but i i
1: did enjoy the sort of aspect of uh uh the sort of lives that we take that we have on social media is like we we are not the same people we we put forward like the best of us and it's not necessarily us and we and we strive for more clicks more dopamine's in the head mm. and, and to become uh, what is to become our best selves and that can be murky of like what we really want to be. It's like, yeah, I don't like my nose, so I can change it. Instead of realizing, it's like you should be grateful of what you have. And and I did like like the fact that it's like uh, we have a moral. Uh, we have a moral in this episode, and then it gets cut short. And it's like, nah, <laughs> no morals here. This is this is fucking the boys.
0: Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs>
1: End on a joke. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, uh, I did like it up to the fact that uh, that the ending happened It's like, oh, oh, okay, I forgot what I was watching for a second. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, and uh, a relationship that was practically ba- based on a lie does it really survive, and that sort of thing. Yeah, it's all these moral quandaries, and then they just pull the r- rug under underneath you. Yeah. Do Absolutely. I, do I
0: expect less? Mm, no surprises.
1: Yes. And yep. yeah. Um yeah. there's not really much I can talk about. Uh what uh very sexy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, little little raunchy. Little raunchy. And um my ideal and having like an ideal version of yourself is basically a furry, you know, some, something, something for the for the niche. It's also mm. good. Uh, I would give it probably probably a three out of five.
0: Yeah, me too. Yeah, it may it mm. made me
1: think, and then it said, "Don't think, just just enjoy." I was like,
0: "Just yeah, okay." <laughs>
1: Bit annoying, but. I see what I see what you're going for,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally fair. Okay, uh, episode five. I feel like you and I are going to be split on this one, Mike. <laughs> is, is
1: it because of what I said last week?
0: Um. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so episode five is called BFFs. Um and. I was really excited to watch this one because uh, it's Aquafina. Um, she wrote this um, and she's starring in it as well. So I'm a big fan of hers. She's very funny, very talented lady. Um, so I was super keen to see her take on a story set in the boys' universe. So, um, and it, look, it's okay. good. It's, it's. <laughs> <laughs> It's good. Like, it's good. It's a good episode. I just fucking can't do toilet humor. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. (laughs) I can't do it. I just. uh, So, yeah, basically, this episode is about what happens when you ingest compound V versus injecting it into your bloodstream. And she makes uh one of her um turds sentient. And then she kind of just has the ability to make all turds sentient and control them and they become her friends and she's like touching shit. And yeah. That's what happens. <laughs> hey, <how? laughs> yeah, literally Mr. Hanky. Uh Howdy how children Uh, Yeah Yeah I don't even like Mr. Henke much to be honest <laughs> I mean I don't mind him Well he
1: is an acquired taste
0: He's an acquired taste yes And he's used quite sparingly in yeah. South Park um, If you so like the okay. taste of shit If you like the taste of shit Mm-mm. you You eat pieces of shit like me for breakfast no. Uh, <laughs> um, but look, like it's it's an entertaining episode. Like I love the fact that it's it's done in this anime style, very cute, very chibi almost, like just very it's, kawaii. It's very super kawaii. It's 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 wonderful. Ooh, ooh. Um very oo woo. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> just ooh, ooh instead of oo, it's poo-woo. Um ooh. <laughs> yeah. ooh, Ew, ew. Uh, yeah so like there's a lot of fun to be had um, had with it and um, yeah and Awkwafine is great as usual I just yeah I just can't and look I don't know if my opinion holds much weight but I will say on IMDB it's sitting on a 4.2 rating and Oof. it is the lowest it is the lowest rated episode of <laughs> people um, don't know taste people people don't like shit I guess um. So, but look, it's yeah. Toilet humor aside, it's it's a fine episode. It's just not not my cup of tea, uh, unfortunately. Um, Mike, I yes. am very 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 curious to hear the alternate opinion um, to what I just said. What did What did you think of BFFs?
1: I, on the other hand, do like toilet humor. <laughs> I don't like toilet humor that's half ass. I like. If you're gonna to do, you, you, yeah, to do toilet humor The whole ass. If you're gonna do toilet humour, it's gotta be the full uh bowl of shit.
0: Yeah.
1: Toilet bowl of shit.
0: Go like, hard or go home.
1: Huge over the top. And how often do you get to see like you see airbenders, you see firebenders, what about a shit bender? Yep. You know? She she is a shit talker. <laughs> she talks yep. she talks yep. shit.
0: Yep, she does.
1: And I, I, just, I just like the contrast of something that's really disgusting, but it's it's cute. It's cutesy. I mean, you know, it's like the poo, poo emoji. It's it's supposed to be cute. <laughs> and I, just, I, I don't know, it just tickles me pink.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I'm glad you like it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> as long as I like it. Um yeah, uh, a guest appearance from The Deep. Yes. Yes, so uh, that was great. Chance Crawford. Chase Crawford. Yes. Uh, the sexiest man, apparently. From what was it? Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl. Never, I think I've I never think seen so. I've never seen Gossip Girl.
0: Yeah, no. okay. That's okay. I never finished it. Um But he's very attractive. Yes. Mm.
1: And yeah, and and yeah, I really really I don't know why, but I really really enjoy this. It's just it's just I don't know, I just like stupid shit.
0: And that's fine. <laughs> you're you're allowed to like stupid shit.
1: It's like <laughs> I'm sort of catching myself as like I'm trying to defend this episode and I'm just realizing why am I defending it? It's shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh and that's why I give it a five out of five.
0: <laughs> Makes me laugh at shit. Yay. <laughs>
1: uh, uh, I can't not... I can't wait for more stories. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm not gonna give it a five out of five. I'm gonna give it a two and a half out of five.
1: So, there's wriggle room to improve.
0: There is.
1: So, a whole series (laughs) dealing with Sky and her shit.
0: No. (laughs) I mean,
1: after watching Turning Red, it sort of of gives me the same vibes.
0: Don't put me off watching
1: Turning Red. (laughs) No, 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 no. Well, (laughs) it's got nothing to do with it. Do, do, but, you know it's like magical powers and that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. And, and dealing with like like preubescent sort of life and and, mm-hmm. and trying and to deal with life. So yeah, I put it on par with uh, Pixar's Turning Red. And if you don't don't like this, then you're not gonna li- like t- like. <laughs> nah, that's a lie. Anyway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Episode six.
1: Yeah, Fulia. If you. Um, I would suggest watch this one because it's probably the less bloody.
0: Oh yeah, this episode is definitely the least violent um, of of the lot. Yeah. Episode episode six, um, and that is Nubian versus Nubian. Mhm. Um, I didn't mind this one. Definitely not one of my favourites, but I I did enjoy it still. Um, like it was kind of nice to see, sort of what a you know uh a marriage looks like or could look like with two superpowered people um you know what happens when they get together and then what happens after years of you know maybe built up resentment and and uh all of that badness that comes with leading to a divorce um so yeah i found that kind of take on marital life um interesting and, you know, I felt bad for um, the daughter because she was really sweet. Um, but I loved the twist of... Well, not even a twist, but I just loved the fact... And again, this is very on brand for the boys and similar to the ending of um, Boyd in 3D, but how, you know, she recruited that... a villain. The villain that brought them together, she brought him back to, you know, lure them yeah. to get back together. Grout. And then they... End-
1: Grand Hawk.
0: Yeah, and then they end up killing him, basically.
1: <laughs> I'm not a pedophile!
0: <laughs> uh that was funny. Um, voice by John DiMaggio. Yes, yes. Yes, it was. Um, and Aisha Tyler was the voice of the, the Lady Nubian, um, and she actually wrote this episode as well, which I thought was cool.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, like, it, it's good. It's fine. It was more, wasn't was my favourite, but I... yeah. I, I enjoyed it for what it was and there were some, definitely some good elements to it in there as well. Um, what did you think, Mike?
1: Uh, yeah, it's sort of a weird one for me because, you know, um, I sort of guessed the ending where the, the moral is, I was like, you know, sometimes, sometimes it, it it's sort of like the Mrs. Doubtfire sort of ending. Sometimes people need to be not together because it's more. Yeah, you, you, you're more more happy and and sometimes things will be will be. Uh, and also Don Cheadle, I mean.
0: Oh, that was that was Don Cheadle. That was Don Cheadle. Nice. So, I, I, I had a feeling it might have been yeah, him. I the, think I I missed his name in the credits. Yeah, the
1: War Machine is in a different different universe. Hmm. War. Or?
0: yeah,
1: so I really um sort of a weird one for me because, you know it's dealing with something that's a bit a bit more poignant than than yeah talking shit, so <laughs> yes so so yeah, uh out of all of them, this is probably yeah like I like all of them. Like all together as a collective, I like them like all. This is probably my least favorite. My least, yeah. Um, not to say that there's nothing special in it because you can find a lot lot of stuff. Um, mm. it's just, uh, it just didn't get my heart racing.
0: No, no.
1: It's like yeah, and it deals deals with uh, a domestic, so, so that's kind of cool mm something that you haven't seen a book before but but out of all of them probably probably middle east so i'll probably i'll probably give this one probably a two and a half out of five
0: yeah i'm gonna give it the same yeah give it the same yes yes very good all right second last episode uh John and Sunhee. um i i enjoyed this one hmm um this was really heartfelt and emotional. Um another sort of anime style um episode. I really like the animation in this. Uh and just, you know, again another sort of side to just the wo- like the I don't know, all of these are kind of sides to the world of the boys, but I just I don't know, like this one felt like similar to um the, uh, I'm your pusher episode, just in terms of the seriousness of the, of what was happening and just the seemingly realness of it. Like you believed that this, you could totally believe that this had happened, um, in an episode of the boys, um, you know, in the live action form, you could totally see this happening. Um, so I really, I really liked it. Um, it was just, you know, I, 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 I can't, I have like an emotional thing for watching like you know older people elderly people you know being upset or going through heartache and stuff and so it was just yeah it was very sad to watch um you know the relationship between these two kind of come to its um premature end um but it was done in such a beautiful and kind of poetic way um that was really nice um and there's a lot of violence in this one as well like I kind of I really liked, like it just made total sense that you know this he works for Vort, he's you know ends up getting a hold of some compound V mm. and gi- gives it to her to save her life, and then she ends up getting this power that just becomes bigger than herself, um, and then she has to sacrifice herself to um, to stop it, um, which we don't really see the outcome of, but you just kind of I don't maybe you don't need to I guess
1: no. Yeah. I, I mean it's sort sort of with the sort of looseness of the canonical sort of aspect, it, it could be like a standalone story where mm. it, it could have happened and it could have solved itself mm-hmm. a, at the same time. So mm. um, I'm i yeah, I'm guessing it probably ended um as as it was she defended like it's yeah, it's like one of those stories is like uh stopping a nuclear apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. Where where no one knows that it happened but it happened.
0: But it happened, yeah. Mm. hmm Yeah, absolutely. Um Yeah, and Andy Sandberg wrote this episode as well. Yeah. Um, which was really cool. I wasn't expecting to see that credit pop up at the end. Um and he, yeah, he voiced the security guard quite obviously you can very much hear him
2: <laughs>
0: immediately as soon as he starts talking um so yeah so it, this was a really heartfelt episode i really liked it um yeah it was quite nice mike what did what did you think of john and Sonny?
1: yeah this is probably like the most heartfelt one and and um had a couple of laughs as well mm-hmm. i mean it it can't be all like yeah just yeah it can't be it can't be all like sorrow and hateful and, and and all that stuff that we we come to expect sometimes you need to like stop and think think of uh think of the subtle things as well and I actually quite like that one uh, mm. I actually quite like this one as well um yeah just <laughs> yeah the sort of story between between two el- elderly pe- people trying to get by, I mean, he's only working for Vort just to just to help help his wife, and it's like it's a living, but it's also trying to keep his marriage together. And yeah, who doesn't who doesn't who doesn't agree with that? Yeah, so I probably probably give this one, uh, probably a four out of five yeah or, fa-
0: or 4.5 nice I think I'll probably give it a four mm. yeah, yeah, it was really good, okay, last episode of the boys diabolical, and what yeah. a way what a way to end this one with the episode one plus one equals two uh This one is a little bit more close to home in terms of the boys because we're basically kind of getting Homelander's origin story, sort of. Like, or at least his beginnings with Vought and the Seven. Yeah. Um, Which was really interesting Um, and a really, like, kind of fascinating insight into who Homelander is. Like, when he joined, he was the Homelander. So, you know, he had the, the... Um and then obviously they lost that at the end of the episode. But just to see that he kinda started as this genuinely good dude
2: <laughs>
0: like who just wanted to do the right thing and that it was Vought and their ways that corrupted him. Um like that's such a great take, and I'm like I, I'm sure that's you know how Homelander is in the comics as well, but I just, I just really thought that was quite, quite fascinating. Um, like he wasn't, obviously he has lots of trauma, um, from his childhood and, you know, and just being experimented on and all this stuff. But the, and, but the fact that he went through all that and still turned out like, you know, to be this man who wanted to, you know, actually be a legitimate superhero, you know? Um, and then, yeah, and then things go completely wrong because, um, And I loved this because it's just, and this is one of the things about the boys that I love. It's 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 literally, you know, superheroes, but without the fairy tale element. Mm. You know, it's like this grounded. Of course, shit's gonna go wrong in the worst fucking way when you're dealing with characters who, you know, can do the things that these heroes can do. Yeah. Like it's you know, not everything gets wrapped up in a neat little bow. Um, at the end of every mission and i so and you really really get that feel in this episode and i freaking loved it i thought it was fantastic um you know and then the fact that like black noir was like <laughs> like the shit apparently before homelander like he was the leader of the seven and um you know everyone looked up to him and stuff and uh he yeah and homelander you know immediately didn't really like him no surprises there i suppose mm-hmm. um But yeah, it was just, it was just great. And just to see how, you know, Homelander just was so naive and just thought because he had these abilities that he could just walk in, save the day and everything would be alright. But then, you know, he basically gets everyone killed. (laughs) Mm. Uh, Yeah. And then, you know, learns that, uh, yeah, this is the way things are done. You know, the soups make mistakes and then they're covered up because, you know, Vought's vote, in the uh, money-making business. So um, they've got a they've got a marketing machine to fuel. So they're just going to get on with it. So you can see how that this episode leads to Homelander, like that episode with Homelander when he's on the plane. Um, yeah. With Queen Maeve, like that. That's such a. Pivotal moment, I think, in the sh- in season one, um, and obviously they brought that back quite heavily in season two. But so you can see how yeah, his character arc has just gone from this well-intentioned superhero to this full-on psychopath. You know, um, it's just awesome. Um, and we got to see you know, or hear Elizabeth Shue and mm-hmm. G- and Giancarlo Esposito um, as Madeline and Stan. Um, in this as well so that was nice um, yeah I'm gonna just keep rambling about it so I'll stop Michael um, I'm keen to hear your thoughts on this final episode
1: yes uh, yeah apparently this one is is to be canon within yeah. the main se- series and it makes sort of sense does. it does it, it definitely shows the sort of relationship that um, Homelander has with Black Noir and our uh, noir's pretty much got something over Homelander, so yeah. he's pretty much safe uh because he, cause essentially he is better than homelander he and homelander homelander can't kill him because he's too good, but the sort of dynamic is there, so it's kind kind of good that we're sort of getting a bit bit more bit more meat on the bone even with this particular episode and mm-hmm. and how, and how um, homelander he is what he is uh he's he's he is a subject of his own past but also it's how you actually deal with that sort of trauma and he's not doing he's he's not dealing very well with it and no and all his decisions that he's been doing within the boys as well like like what he's been doing like last time, uh, the last thing that we've seen seen on him is he's jerking off on on a building not not a particularly good coping mechanism, but if it works for you, then yeah, it's Go better than it. lasering people in the face, that's true, yeah, so I definitely enjoyed this one and mm. how it also deals with yeah, as you said, with that sort of conundrum of what the boys deal with is. What if humans had uh, godlike powers, and how they and how they deal with that, and do they know their own strength? No. Mm-hmm. And how the idea of a superhero is always fraught with with that weird conundrum. Is like, are they re- <laughs> are they really good or are they really bad? Mm-hmm. Uh, for a society as well and you've got to keep up with that sort of morale of that superhero mythos even though, even though you've <laughs> and especially with Homelander uh, that you've been built up to be like this awesome thing and then you realise oh shit, I'm supposed to be up there with no flaws, but I do have flaws it's like then you have to keep up with that sort of charade um, yeah, and that's what pretty much the boys is, and then obviously you get Butcher and his and his mates are trying trying to destroy that sort of idea of what a what a superhero is, and I I, I really I really think the boys are actually the bad guys of this universe, and and <laughs> no, nah, I don't really think that, but, <laughs> but yeah, I really really enjoy this one, mm. and yeah, and. Apparently no one voices Black Noir. Who? No one.
0: No one? Oh, well, yeah, because he doesn't speak. And that was the joke, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it's an easy casting choice, isn't
0: it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I know, it's tired. I'm tired.
1: But, you know, it's the last bit. And if I'm going to rate it, I'm going to rate it Uh, 11 out of 10. Nice. Because... <laughs> It's that little uh, nugget of of uh, the little appetizer that we get we get before uh, the boys season three.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well said. Um, yeah, I would not give it an eleven out of ten, but I would definitely give it a five out of five. I loved it. Yeah.
1: Or five point five out of five.
0: A five point five out of five. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's. Six- you- that's the equivalent that? yeah 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 that would be 11 out of 10 five and a half out of 5 yeah that, you're right yeah doesn't you're roll right. off the tongue there crack no. it up to 11 yeah. all right that'll do it I think our, for our popcorn culture discussion on the boys diabolical um hope you guys enjoyed that um sorry if we spoiled it for you because you haven't watched it yet but not sorry um <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, that was great. Awesome. I liked it. Yes, it was good. Highly recommend. Good, good stuff. Okay, well, that just about does it for another week. I mm. think. And, and a one and two and that was a water podcast water called, called Gold Fred. Gold <laughs> there we go. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest Fred content.
1: If you'd like to listen to Fred the Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch Fred the Alien, you can head over to our YouTube, which you're actually on at the present time. Hit that like and subscribe button, you mongrels. And I'm done. Yeah,
0: and you're done. And leave us a review on... An yeah, apple or Write or a in the comments
1: and the apples and we yes. want the feedbacks.
0: Gives give us the feedback. You
1: know, the feedback. Yep. That's because that's feedback.
0: I, yeah, well done.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well done. Um I've been a Kendall Richardson.
1: And I've been the feedback loop at Michael Lister. <laughs>
0: And, and
1: you, you just, just experienced,
0: experienced a, a podcast, podcast called Fred. Fred. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Thank you for listening and thank you for thank watching. You. Thank you, thank you, and thank you. Thank you, and thank you. Remember to eat beef. Freddy lives,
1: Loki dies, the doctor is in. And Homelander is milking a cow?
0: (laughs) He sure is.
1: Yes.
0: Yes. Can't wait to see that in context.
1: Obi-Wan Kenobi. Surely he means old Ben Kenobi. That sounds so stupid. Reminds me of uh, (laughs) Shang-Chi.
0: Oh, Sean.
1: Sean. Sean G.
0: <laughs> well at least. At least Ben doesn't sound like Obi-Wan. Ugh.
1: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. I know, but. <laughs> it's,
0: uh, hey look, it's, ba- it's they're all better than Ralph Boner though, so.
1: Nah, nothing is better than Ralph Boner. No, nah,
0: Ralph Bone sucks.
1: <laughs> he, he sucks bones. Uh, uh... watch
0: thank
2: you
1: bye 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 now bye bye now bye now thank you bye goodbye
2: bye bye